7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com. No thanks to Skype. What's going on here? And of course, uh, the, the neighbor lady finally decided to cut her grass now that it's up to the seats of her lawn chairs, so... She's got a guy out there with a riding mower uh, making bales of hay for her as we speak. So we're going to be hearing that a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, of course, joining me as always on the program, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Joe? Oh, no. <laughs> I heard rain. I think, Joe, Joe, did you sit on your mute button again? No, no, no. Okay. Skype. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I'm gonna> send Skype. <laughs> Let me send Skype a get well card. Yeah, really? Jeez. Well, hi, Joe. Wow. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the program. He's here. Excellent. Thank you. And uh, there, there uh, uh, again, no thanks to Skype. Rain uh, has finally made it onto the call with us. Welcome, Rain. Well, thank you. The reason why I wasn't here is because Skype told me that I could not testify to turn up the night due to executive privilege uh oh I broke that oh. Skype's gonna get impeached <laughs> so uh, but anyway welcome to the program everybody um, boy it's been a day because I'll tell you what yesterday was gorgeous I came home I was so full of vim and vigor and had pep in my step and I got out the old electric mower and I cut the grass then I stayed up till like 3 in the morning organizing stuff in the garage and um and uh and then today it's like 50. oh you know? yeah 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 yesterday was that perfect weather where you could really get a lot of stuff done without sweating too much you know it was like yeah. you know 68 yeah something like that very mm-hmm. real nice just right under yeah. 70. love that so um oh there's the guy on the mower again Hi, mower guy. I hear him. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, you know, he's having fun. Oh well, you know she, that's the crazy thing is is she always has to hire somebody. Her and she has no excuse because her backyard has no trees in it and it's completely dry. My yard's a swampy mess with no grass, so I don't have to do anything with it right now. But her her backyard is, is seriously, it's like. Okay, those white plastic lawn chairs that everybody has, right? It's up to the seats on those. Uh-huh. It's up to the seats on those. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, Jeez. seriously, I, I, I'm surprised there isn't like what you know. What, what, what do you call it? A combine? You know? <laughs> yeah, they have. They roll the the hay and they put yeah. it in a ball and they pack it. <laughs> yeah. How much bigger is her backyard? 
compared to yours. Same exact size, just no trees. She needs she needs a freaking rider mower. Well, she had, had to hire somebody with like a super duper riding mower. Jeez. So I mean, it's not. This isn't just like a little, you know, little putt putt around your backyard riding mower, like you know, like my dad used to have in the in the eighties or anything. This is like you know, it's got like a big like mulching side unit, and you know, like so. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but my grass is fine. The mud is great too. <laughs> but if if it doesn't rain too much this week, it our backyard might actually uh, I might be able to walk without leaving more than like a a half inch footprint. <laughs> so I got See, I, I, I got, got half a, and half. I got half mud, mm-hmm. half grass. The mud well, has some grass in it, which yeah. makes it really really interesting when you're gonna cut grass through mud. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you get those nice little uh, muddy um, uh, wheel or tire marks, you know, from the mower. Uh, right, and then you slip. <laughs> slip. Yeah. <laughs> and then the so. mower runs over you. Yeah. And, and then awful. Game over, man. I have to tell you something. If we're talking about lawn mowing, sure. so I think I've mentioned that we we fenced off about a quarter of our yard that was literally mud to try to grow grass and um it's growing wonderfully good so this this weekend you know the other part of what grass we have which is mostly onion um i was mowing and suddenly out of the clear blue earl i i've done i've mowed like three or four times this year Mm. and i mowed part of last year earl does not like the lawnmower he started yelping at it like it was hurting him to the point where I'd, where I'd have to stop the lawnmower and be like, Earl, calm down. The, two of our neighbors came out and was like, is Earl okay? And I'm like, he's fine. And my one neighbor, Garth, he's like, you ran him over, didn't you, Rain? I was like, no, <laughs> I didn't. But he was whelping at it like he was in pain. Well, I, I'm he, telling you, man, Earl have, is a special he, child. He might have thought it was hurting his mommy. Uh, maybe, maybe. Or you know. they might have a high-pitched uh, dog whistle. That's on, honestly, Joe. That's what I. That's what I'm thinking. Like suddenly, it's bothering his ears where it never did huh? before. But he tried oh. to bite the tire of the lawnmower. Oh boy, I don't. I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> so it was hurting my ears. I'd bite the tire. <clears throat> oh, sure. I might have to get Earl little like beats for dogs. <laughs> beats by dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, oh, you, uh, yeah, well, don't beat your dog, though, so. I don't beat him. I didn't think you did. I only uh, threatened I, to, I do. I, I run him over with them. You just run him over with the mower. No. <laughs> you just said no. you tried to run his face over with the wheel. No. He tried to bite. <laughs> really? See? That's what you, that's you, what you, you did. You sound yeah. like my neighbors, Jane. <laughs> exactly what you described. <laughs> Uh, I kid, I kid. I know you would never, you would never uh, harm a harm a fur on his little head. No, I wouldn't. So. I just, you know, it goes back to when I, um, you know, in the winter when we had the snowblower and he was jumping up and chasing and trying to eat the snow that was coming out of it. This time, I, I was like, dude, no, there's a, there's like, there's blades under there. You can't. 
Yeah, that's good. He's, he's <laughs> Earl is our sparkle pony. Is he the one that was going nuts over the snowblower too, like leaping ten yes. feet in the air? Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was him. Spring loaded he, Earl. I just he's. Yeah. I don't know, man. Suddenly he's like, I hate this lawnmower. Should, like, should have oh. named him Pogo. So, <laughs> uh, well, that's a, that's interesting. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, so yeah, God knows what the next thing is that'll, uh, that'll trigger the poor fella. I don't know. He's When's so the last cool. time you used the blender? Oh, Jesus. Uh-oh. <laughs> that sets ours off. Aww. Oh no! Yeah. The blender and the sweeper. Yeah, the vacuum. Oh my god! Oh. The cats. The cats are like everyone in the basement. Vacuum is here. <laughs> uh, I stole vacuum from somewhere, some YouTube video or something. Um, but yeah, it's like that. Or sometimes the Soda Stream will even get them upset yeah i think it's the pitch it's got to be the pitch of something that's bothering him these guys don't like loud stuff that's just that's just a fact so but um so anyway um i i have a big great great big awesome story today everybody we have an anniversary today did you know that is it your anniversary you and sue's no it's even better here i'll just play the jingle real quick Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, pour a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary, but be careful you don't fill it, happy anniversary, oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. What's it, what's it, the, it's a one year anniversary, everybody, of, of, of this. Be best. Be best is one year old today, everyone. We and have you know, three pillars, and social media. And what accomplishments they've, they've made. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> they amazing what they've done. Yeah, I know. I mean, they have, they, have tree peeler, they have tree peelers now. Uh, did you know they had tree peelers? No, Here, here's Melania Trump Somehow talking. I missed that today. No, oh, yeah, geez. yeah. She, they have tree pe- tree peelers. They're they're peeling trees now. The best oh, has I three remember. peelers. So yeah, see, see, there you go. The best has three peelers. It, they have tree peelers. Oh, tree peelers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of those pillars is to um, abuse opioids. Oh my God. Um, so uh, so I have this broken down. Here's the one year one year anniversary uh, cave person speech that uh, Melania Trump gave today. Uh, seriously, her English is not getting any better. I don't mean to be a dickhead, but Jesus, I I mean I I was struggling to understand some of this. I'm telling you, it's because she actually abuses opioids. I I believe this. Some say. Some say. Uh, put me in one of them. I'm well, one of them. <laughs> well, here, here you go, everybody. Um, uh, I'm sorry I don't have uh, the a way to put subtitles on this for anybody. <laughs> uh, but wait for the tree peelers part. I always said as a mother and first lady, it concerns me that today's fast-paced and ever-connected world can make children less prepared to express or manage their emotions, causing them to turn to forms of destructive actions such as bullying, unhealthy habits, (laughs) risky online behavior, 
drug abuse, an addiction, or even suicide. One year ago today, I announced Be Best, an awareness campaign dedicated to the children of this country and all over the world. Be Best has three pillars, the well-being of children, online safety, and opioid abuse. And it continues to have one goal, which is to educate children and parents about the issues they face and promote programs and services available to help them with today's challenges. In fact, this past year has shown me that children are vulnerable to more than just social media. And I so expanded one of my pillars to online safety. I look forward to using BeBest to promote any digital programs that make online (laughs) safety and digital citizenship a priority in today's technology-driven world. I have also expanded my focus of the dangers of opiate abuse to include kids of all ages and will continue to work with partner agencies to highlight and promote the programs and resources available for all who struggle with addiction. So if anybody didn't catch that, uh, they're expanding online safety to include online safety. Yeah. And and what is digital citizenship? Oh, you know, digital citizenship. You know, get your passport to go on the internet. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, how do you how do you apply to be a tree peeler? That's what I want. To <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what the motor is. Well, is that's it mutter when you walk in your backyard, Ken? <laughs> yeah, it's, there is mutter. <laughs> that's a, I got a pair of shoes that I call mutters. Um, Hello, mutter. Hello, uh, so, so okay, so yes, uh, from what I'm understanding here, you, she wants to expand online safety to include online safety. Let's hear that again. This past year has shown me that children are vulnerable to Whoa. more than just social media. And I so expanded one of my pillars to online safety. I, uh, so... I have words. They can't come out of my mouth so good, but I have many words. And... Words. Okay, now, now I, I, I want to tell everybody, in case anybody doesn't understand exactly what the nature of Be Best is, it's it's um, Melania Trump looking at things and pointing at them. That's what this is. It's her looking oh, at things yes. and pointing at them. And every once in a while, she'll go give a little cave person speech about how she's looked at things and pointed at things. Oh. That's literally she's what this like the is. Vanna White House. She has Vanna White House. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, so so now, now let's talk about the expansion of uh, the be best focus uh, uh, on opioid abuse for children. But they, I, I got to say, this is really important because it's been expanded. It's been expanded. Listen to how it's been expanded. I have also expanded my focus of the d- dangers of opiate abuse to include kids of all ages. Was there a restriction on children that you, I mean, did you not want to tell kids over the age of like 10 about it or something or oh, under the age of five? I mean, you wanted to limit the scope of telling children the dangers of opioid addiction. Now it's, it, we, now it's cool for all children to tell them it's bad before. Yeah, there were some of them we wanted to get rid of. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Jesus Christ. Some of the- 
<laughs> brown ones she wanted to get rid of. I gotta, I gotta find oh. it, and I'm looking for it right now. Uh, about a week ago, there was a picture of Melania Trump. I think, I think that she or her account posted it either from Flotus or her account of talking about <clears throat> something about opioid abuse, and she's literally looking at a wall that looks like pop art. It's white pills. Oh my god. I'm going to find it and if oh anybody else finds it before me put it in the chat because I looked at it and I was like she looks like she wants to take these. Well, the one word that she actually pronounced well on that whole thing was suicide. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it seemed it I didn't struggle with that she didn't struggle with that word. Uh but uh but yeah, you know, I, I mean, maybe maybe she does want those children to shoot up, uh, you know. We can and shoot the children. <laughs> See, I still don't yeah, know what she was. I think I she was trying to say. I think I think she was gonna. It was insulate. I think it was insulate was what she was trying to say. But we can and shoot the children. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm okay. I get it. Okay. Um. Oh my God. So, for April 30th, I'm going through Flotus's account looking for this picture. And she tweeted, Wonderful to host children of our Secret Service agents today in the newly renovated bowling alley in the residence of the White House. My family appreciates all that Secret Service does to keep us safe. Thank you. Hashtag be best. And then there's a little kid looking at the back of the kid's head, getting ready to throw a bowling ball. And it said BFBFST. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? I'm going to just put a link to the tweet in the chat oh, right okay. now. <laughs> All right. Please do. I, I can't I can't wait to. Uh, <laughs> Unless yeah. my computer is so off base. Just... Yeah. Let's 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 take a look at this here. Um, let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a really. OK. So. <laughs> It, it, no, no, yeah. The, 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 there's a glare on the be best sign, so it looks like it says "buff buffed." <laughs> terrible. Buff buffed. Buff buffed. It's just like it, the, the slogan is deteriorating, just right. deteriorating, just like her English. So, <laughs> what were you gonna say, Joe? It's bad, like a bad eye exam. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh my no, lord! communications, people. Somebody well, they take put some the picture. Take a look at the picture. Say, okay, there's a glare. Let's let's do some Photoshop. Let's get in there and fix it. Oh boy, they dipped her photo in uh, Vaseline over there for uh, for her fl at Flotus account, didn't they? Oh my God, I, that's I like did bar was that from a Barbara Walter? Is that from a Barbara Walter uh, special? I found the picture. Oh, you found the pic. Okay, I found the picture. <laughs> buff buffed. <laughs> No, it's not the BF, There's a newly BFS. renovated bowling alley. No. Yeah, I know, right, Joe? But so here, here's the tweet. It's National DEA. He, he, he picks up. up <laughs> he picks up heavy. Trump doesn't. No, he doesn't. No. She might throw it at him. Here's the link to the tweet because I don't have time to upload the picture. He gets a uh, uh, he gets hickability to throw his ball. She's got big big old, you know, strong hands. I bet you it's for hickability. What the So hell? all I know is I don't see him. So take a look at that doing picture. Anything that this includes picking something up heavy and even walking with it. 
This this is from the DEA headquarters take back day, national take back day. As you safeguard your household from unneeded prescription drugs, read ONDCP director Jim Carroll op-ed on preventing drug abuse before it starts. Look at that picture. Oh, it's making me dizzy. Yeah. Does she look like she's mesmerized with pills? She does. Why she, is she does? What, what? I saw that and I was like, wow. That's that where she. Oh no my God. She probably took some of those pills, and that's how she came up with the tree peelers idea. The best has three peelers. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. I wasn't here on the Friday. The best. The best. That picture. That's the uh, blue dress. What is that? I don't, I don't know. know. Where is she? Well, I want to play. I, I, I need to. I need to play this next clip before it gets too long. Um, okay. This is uh, Jim Shudo reminding uh, uh, First Lady uh, <laughs> uh, I couldn't remember Melanie <laughs> I've, I've got a brand new pair of roller skates um, I've got a brand new pair of roller skates <laughs> That was uh, by Melanie um, So uh, <laughs> Different, no relation uh, but yeah, this is Jim Shudo reminding uh, First Lady uh, uh, Melania Trump uh, who her husband is. The president will join the First Lady in the Rose Garden to push forward her Be Best campaign. Today marks one year since Melania Trump launched the platform to help children focusing on their well-being, their social media use, as well as opioid abuse. But her campaign has also done something else, put the spotlight on the very different contradictory message that her husband is sending, particularly online. The attacks are frequent and they're widespread, from special counsel Robert Mueller to the mayor of San Juan, Puerto Rico. Even the late Senator John McCain, who he attacked just this past March, going after Senator McCain for his vote against repealing and replacing Obamacare. Trump would later go on to call McCain last in his class. Is that be best? And look at the 2020 Democratic field. He calls Joe Biden sleepy, Bernie Sanders crazy, Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas, and goofy Beto O'Rourke, he calls him a flake. Kirsten Gillibrand, a lightweight. You get the idea. But when it comes to the First Lady's Be Best initiative, it does not seem that the president gets the message. Be Best. Tell us about the tree peelers again. Be Best has three peelers. Hmm. So you can peel the whole tree? Or you can peel the little mushroom penis. Oh. Don't say penis in this house! Get out of my house! Be best. Sorry. Seriously, Rain. Be best. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, yeah, so. See, it, it's just blowing my mind. I, I mean, I, I've realized over the la- this last year that children can be bullied outside of social media in other places on the internet. So what are you talking about? YouTube comment sections? Discuss? I mean, 4chan, 8chan, uh, you know, uh, uh, Stormfront? <laughs> you know, what are you talking about? I mean, there's literally, oh, I found out that children are bullied in other ways other than just on social media. No! Oh my well, God, breakthrough moment. What's amazing about this if you were to go back, and I hate doing this, go back to Michelle Obama and her, you know, Be Better initiative and her Let's Move initiative, after the first year, there was quantifiable data 
saying mm-hmm. that her programs worked. Yeah. After eight years, after eight years, we knew, especially her move on campaign, we knew that it was reducing childhood obesity nationwide. Not move there on. Is Let's no move. data. You said no data with the three peelers. The tree peelers. Tree peelers. Do those work on uh, spruce trees? Um, so <laughs> I wonder if they work on bananas. B- banana. Well, ban- banana trees. They probably work on beech trees. Beech trees have like kind of easily peelable bark. I, I or or I bur- I don't know. Mushrooms. I don't. I just this whole be best. Be best. And we. I know we laugh at it, but it is such. It's so phony. It's so it fake. Is. It literally is Melania Trump looking at things and pointing at them. It really is. It's like a bad SNL skit. Yeah. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it's it's like Brick Tamland. I love Lamp. Yeah. I love yes. Lamp. Yes. Are you just... <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, here, I have a Brick Tamland. Here we go. This is, this is essentially what the Be Best program is. I love... Carpet. I love desk. Brick, are you just looking at things in the office and saying that you love them? I love lamp. Do you really love the lamp, or are you just saying it because you saw it? I love lamp. I love lamp. Yeah, so be best. Be best. Uh, That's about as grammatically correct as be best, too. I love lamp. Be best. She probably does take opioids. I, I, that's the I thing. Said it, I don't. Turn up the night is not responsible for the words that I say. Here's the thing. I truly believe, and I don't like saying this about anybody, especially. And I'm not trying to denigrate her because she is a woman. This is in spite of of everything about her. You know, I, I know I make fun of her accent and stuff like that. It's just it annoys me that you know uh, that that you have to struggle to understand what she's saying. I think her learning better English would be in a, a service to our country you know i, I mean i very much agree with that and, and i really do and i'm not and you no know excuse for it at this point i mean it, it, because it, it's not it's not a matter of you know dropping out a word here or there or anything like that it's struggling to try and listen to her speak it is it is painful and hard um, so, and I don't like to be intolerant with people with accents. It's just, and I'll say this is, is the standards that the GOP has is, you know, they're like speak English or die, you know, well, yeah. and, and you know, I, I was it, under the impression, didn't they tell us that she spoke multiple languages? Yeah. But I'm assuming that she speaks the other ones just about as poorly as she speaks English. Yeah. This, it, this is yeah, a problem to me. I, I agree with you, Ken. I'm sorry, I mean, Joe. I, 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 I really think it, you know, it, it, it does bother me. It bothers me a lot. And, um, because when I see somebody like her who has been in this country for so long, I just don't understand how, how she doesn't have a better grasp just by watching TV or listening to other people, you Betsy know, DeVos is probably her teacher to me. It, it's, it's like, does she really even understand it? I mean, it, it, could you carry on a conversation with her if she wasn't reading it off a screen? Does she understand all the words that are coming out of her mouth? You know, like he was lead on, he was egg on. Um, so anyway, I don't mean to be an asshole about that, but I don't think she's very intelligent. So I don't think, I don't think, I think if she was taking drugs, 
um, that she would just be a vegetable. You know, uh, I mean, I, I just don't find her to be nothing. She said nothing I've ever heard her say strikes me as that she's thoughtful and intelligent, except when she stole stuff from Michelle Obama. Like be best. <laughs> um, did she steal be best from Michelle Obama? Michelle Obama had a program program called be better. Oh, my God. I, I didn't know that. I wasn't that up when I said it a few moments ago. Oh, I, I missed it. I'm sorry. I think when, no, when I'm, I might have talked over it. she had a program called Be Better, and it had quantifiable results. I'm sorry. I thought you I thought you mentioned Let's Move. I mentioned that as well. Okay. So I just missed it. Um, no, but it's, it's I, fine. I've been yappy tonight because I've missed no. you so much. And well, yeah, we miss you too. But, oh, crap. <laughs> it, it's, uh, but, yeah, I just don't think she's that smart. I mean, I'm not putting her down. I just think she's, you know, just a very average intelligence person. But I I know we have to go to break, but it's not just, I wouldn't say that she's not that smart. I would actually go on to say she is not intellectually curious. No. And she doesn't want to appear intellectually curious. Yeah. And we can, if you want to talk about that after the break, I, I mean, she she's not trying. She's no. just like signing the check and mailing it in. Yeah, I mean, she's she just she's a spokesmodel, you know, that shouldn't be spokesing. <laughs> you know, do not do not be spokesing for. It's a good way to this. put it. Yeah, it is. Do not spoke peel trees. Um, anyway, Joe, anything else you want to add before we go to the break? Peel trees. Peel trees. Yes. Peel them all. That's it. All right. We'll be right back. We're going to listen to She Won't Let Go because apparently Melania Trump won't let go of uh, the Be Best slogan and won't won't let go of of pointing, (laughs) looking at things and pointing at them. Uh, (laughs) God almighty. Where are we as a nation? (laughs) (laughs) anyway we'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this turn up the night with kenny pick so new and different it won first prize at the international inventors exposition kennypick.com
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. So on the break, Susan reminded me, uh, the B-Best thing reminded her of a story that I've told probably on the show before. It, it's just a dumb little story. It's, it's it's something I overheard when I was a younger man. I was out uh, shopping or at a grocery store or something. I, I actually probably was working in a grocery store. That's probably what it was. Um, the memory gets a little foggy uh, when, you, when you creep up on 50. Uh, but... Um, this mother was yelling at her kid in the store, saying, behave yourself, because they were carrying on and everything. And the kid says, I'm being have. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> that's that's my story. I'm being have. <laughs> I like that story. <laughs> uh, yeah, short, to the point. Um, and, of course, uh, welcome back to the show. Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. How was uh, Randy Rainbow on Friday? He was hysterical. Excellent. If he comes to your town or around, this tour is it's it's much much better than the first one. Oh, cool, cool. So it was it was great. I mean, there was a point where he came out with an orange feather boa, <laughs> and threw paper towels into the audience, and sat down and read the Mueller report. <laughs> that's excellent excellent but yeah i think the best <clears throat> thing about it though was uh, you know i listened to stephanie miller you guys know this and i listen you know we're all friends here at turn up the night and we have um you know we have we have our group of people who we know we're all in it together but to see the warner theater in dc sold out of people who i i, I don't know at all Sure. And have them doing a standing ovation, you know, when he came out on stage in between the show. 
I feel like you know we're we're not alone. We're not alone. No, no. There are a lot more out there than we think. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, and of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you as well. And I'm one of them. You are out there. I am. I'm out here. So, uh, so another quick story uh, for everybody. Uh, on my recent trip to go see Dad, uh, I was like, okay, Susan, we're going to go the old back way into town because uh, the the normal way we go to see Dad, there's this storage place uh, at the, um, I think, it, 7 and 46, I think is the intersection. And there's a storage place and it has this big fucking sign that says, Trump's my president! And I'm like, I don't want to see that goddamn sign this time. So we go in the back way uh, to the town where dad lives. Going down the hill right into town, there's a big goddamn Trump sign coming from that way, too. (laughs) I can't escape it. I can't wait until those things are, are, are still up. And just dilapidated and shitty, and then they, people just have dreams of, oh, when Trump was president, it was so great because we could say Merry Christmas. You know, when you tell stories like that, it mm. reminds me of um, the year without the Christmas special, the year without a Santa Claus. Yeah, <laughs> the Burger Meister Meister Burger. Do you remember yeah. the end where the he just that family line just died out because everybody was just like, just we hate you. You're so full of hate. Just go away. Just go die. Uh, yeah, so hopefully it's something like that. But anyway, welcome back to the program, everybody. Um, and yeah, um, the uh, this whole Be Best thing. Oh, Be Best. It's, uh, again, Melania Trump looking at things and pointing at them. That's all it is. The, the, the She's not creating any new programs. She's not, I mean, she expanded her platform again, the way she expanded the peelers, the peelers, just a a quick reminder, online security is now going to include online security. And we can get digital citizenship. Yes. And, and, and now the new and improved opioid awareness peeler, uh, now is for, you know, for all children now <laughs> because apparently it was it was uh, exclusive to certain children before i mean what a fucking bunch of madness i i think it would be interesting and we don't have to do it tonight to see because i know um i saw clips because people were celebrating the one-year anniversary of be best she did say three pillars when she announced this fake initiative last year Mm -hmm. you know we were talking about how um you know just before the break we were talking about how she needs to do better trying to to use the english language appropriately i think that's a fair way to put it i i really think that's a fair way to put it i mean she speaks in broken english and she's Uh, in the public sphere okay Sorry, some, I gotta check out our network. Everybody's saying no sound. Oh, okay. So. Well, Yay. is it okay? No, keep if I ta- keep yeah, going? keep talking. Keep, keep talking. It would be interesting to to see how she pronounced it last year when she said there are three pillars, because evidently there are still three pillars. It's just now that we include kids and online safety and 
we need to focus on opioid abuse, which to me, to this day, sounds like we really need to abuse opioids. Joe, yeah. help me. Oh, no, I, I you're correct. You're correct. So I'm... Uh, yeah. I'm <clears throat> go ahead, Joe. Skype is Skyping out here on me. Oh. Yeah, I'm hearing every other word. Oh. oh. We're having all kinds of problems tonight. So I sound like Melania yeah. Trump? Not in your worst day. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I... Uh, all right, yeah, c- continue talking. I just need to type a message into the chat room. So, but be best. Uh, it, she she didn't create anything new. It's just her pointing at initiatives that already exist and saying that one. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I I don't see her creating or or heading up any or even visiting any programs that are dedicated to reducing opioid abuse. I don't see her going to any cyberbullying. Um, you know, foundations. I don't see her. What was the other pillar? Peeler. Um, what was the other peeler? I don't know. Matching socks. Oh, well, that's <laughs> a long, bowling. she can go to the laundry for that. Yeah. Bowling. Bowling. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, everybody that the sound cut out. I just basically went and restarted our encoder and it took like 30 seconds to, it's to just, get things I back. I don't see her even see when she came out with this program a year ago i i along with probably everybody who's listening and pretty much everybody out there felt like this is kind of bullshit because she's married to one of the biggest cyber bullies out there and he's gotten worse since last year he is now oh, yeah. like retweeting stuff from qAnon and he he's gotten worse since last year mhm I mean, he's threatened violence against his enemies. He's once his, you know, it, he's gotten worse. Yeah. So and we all thought that this was bullshit. It, but I don't see her actually cultivating this initiative. No, and, at and, all. He, and he was just crying about people who violated the terms of service getting kicked off of different social media platforms. It's James Woods. Yeah, James Woods, he, Milo Yippiapolis, uh, you know, whoever else. Um, and, and they're, they're all, I mean, they are literally a, a, a rogue band of, uh, cyber bullies. And for the record, James Woods is not kicked off of Twitter. His account is suspended until he gets rid of a tweet that basically said, hang them all regarding liberals. Yeah. So when Donald Trump says, I can't believe that he's nice. been banned, he's not banned. He's been told you can't post until you get rid of a tweet. Yeah, I mean, how how great a cyberbullying is that by threatening gen- genocide against somebody who thinks differently politically? Yes. So she's she's I, I don't. And and you all know that I was I was early on I was like you know what I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you were very kind, too kind. I I. Once and I, I, but once she came out with the I don't care, do you coat? It was like, yeah, no, we're done. Bye, Felicia. We're done. <laughs> you know, we're done. And it's been a year with this stupid be best thing. And it, it, it and it's, it's literally there. about nothing. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's okay. It's a campaign about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Seinfeld in the White House. 
Yeah, I'm telling. Seinfeld was harmless. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Uh, except yeah. for when uh, when the show was over oh. and then Kramer was set on the loose to say racist things to audience members. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, there is that. So, nobody wants a racist Kramer. Um, no. No. But uh, but yeah, you know this. It's it's all a bunch of nonsense. It's 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 just you know it's the empty promises of of Trump and his you know sycophants and everything. And yeah, they keep clucking about how great you know unemployment is right now and everything, and the economy is doing great. And it's like you cannot take full credit for it. I am so sorry to inform you of this, but President Obama did a hell of a job turning this economy around and you're reaping the rewards and you yes. and all you did was ma- wage a racist campaign against him and now you're taking credit for his work so and, 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 and can let's, somebody tell me anything that this administration has done to improve the economy no I, I, the I tariffs aren't sincerely. helping the tariffs aren't helping the trade war isn't helping I mean, China's not taking our recyclables anymore, or, or plastic. You know, I mean, we're going to be, yeah. you know, so so we have that that issue. I mean, we're getting money for that, a lot of money, and you know, I mean, it, it wasn't like the the backbone of our economy or anything like that. But you know, just just look at all the little stuff. And Joe, I don't know if you've been keeping track of uh, the uh, the retail apocalypse. Um, I. God, I can't even remember the number. I think it's like we've already lost 900 retail stores this year in this country. Yeah. Just and this I year. Noticed, I read an article in the, I think it was the Washington Post, about how businesses are really pissed off at Trump with these tariffs. I mean, he makes it sound like these tariffs are putting money in our treasury. Mm-hmm. These tariffs are just costing more money for businesses to run. Yeah. They're cutting profits. Oh, absolutely. And, it's, it, and the proof of that? Look at Wall Street today. Yeah. When profits go down, Wall Street suffers. Okay? So there's mm-hmm. your barometer. And the businesses are suffering because of his tariffs. And if he puts these tariffs mm-hmm. on Friday, he's going to tip us into a recession. Yeah. And, and yeah, you Joe's, know, the- Joe's right about this. I mean, he, here's the thing uh, these tariffs are causing small businesses and big business Mm -hmm. to um like you said they're suffering it's not like the businesses are going to you know absorb the cost the cost is going to be put on the consumers so when you go to the store things and i've seen it things are starting to cost more money oh yeah Gas oh, has been well, sure. been at its highest uh, in in like five years in this area. Yeah, we're not even talking about the price of gas. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Well, and that that reflects on the price of goods because all those goods are shipped by using you know uh, trucks, jets, you know whatever, um, boats, and you know those those vehicles run on fuel. And when the price of fuel goes up, the price of merchandise, the price of food, the price of everything goes up. I just want him gone so badly. Yeah, I know, I know. And, and but this, but the thing is, this retail apocalypse is this is a slow creep into yeah. into the, in, into what's going on, because yes, there is a temporary job swell, and yes, unemployment is down. But what's going on is you have a lot. A lot of these jobs are service industry jobs. 
you know a lot of them are in restaurants and you know fast food stuff like that and that's fine that's fine you know but when all of these retail places start collapsing and everybody starts brown bagging it because they're going to a job interview or to a temp service or whatever uh, or they're you know on unemployment um you know the the that swell you're going to have an, a secondary collapse with all of these, you know, and, and there are going to be other services that people won't be able to afford too, like, you know, home repairs or landscaping or, um, you know, uh, you know, buying new cars. I mean, this is this for them to not be I've, I haven't heard one word uttered about the retail apocalypse from anybody in the Trump administration. For them to turn a blind eye to this and just keep letting places fail and go go under without any kind of acknowledgement even just an acknowledgement you know i mean they're setting themselves up for uh, you know what could be a depression well I, there there's a really dark part of me that when you say they're setting themselves up I, there's a dark part of me that says they want that uh yeah I, I don't because they'll do that better lately I don't say that lightly because when you look at companies like Sears, that went under because of hedge funds. And we talked a lot about hedge funds when Mitt Romney was running with Bain Capital. Oh, yeah. I remember that well. You know, well, Sears went under because of hedge funds. and, and Vulture capitalism. Toys, Vulture, yeah, same to Toys R Us. Um, and and we're only you know I'm only just talking about two of the big big companies off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. So there are very wealthy people who make money off of those companies going under. And when you when you have the likes of Mnuchin, uh, Wilbur Ross, mm. who else? Mm -hmm. Come on, give me a couple of other names, Joe. Just any any one of them, Betsy DeVos. Any one of them, you know that they are all going to benefit. Oh, absolutely. Every last one. I mean, you know, just anybody in Trump's orbit. That's why you have people like Devin Nunes who are, are so desperate to do anything they can to, you know, uh, kiss Trump's ass because he wants some of that sweet, sweet scratch. Yeah, they're going to they're going to profit off of it. They're going to mm -hmm. profit off of the misery of others. So uh, now here's a story. Uh, this is from April 10th. Uh, this is from the Washington Post. Retail apocalypse now. Analysts say 7,500 more U.S. stores could be doomed. 7,500 stores. That's countless jobs. Again, I've talked about the numbers, too, how, how it is countless. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, well, what does that store have? 50 employees? Oh, what about the suppliers? What about the drivers? What about the manufacturers? Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it, what about marketing? What about sales? What about, you know, what about everything involved? Uh, but it's... Uh, this goes to why I felt it was so important that we saved the mm -hmm. auto industry. Yeah. Back in 2008. Oh, absolutely. But it, but this is by uh, Abab Atari uh, of the Washington Post. Widespread closures uh, have roiled the retail industry, but many more stores are likely to shut down in the coming years. Uh, to keep up with the shift uh, to, to online shopping, according to a report by investment firm UBS. Uh, I've heard people make the argument that it's not just because of online shopping either. 
Uh, an estimated 7,500 stores that sell clothing, electronics, and furniture will close by 2026, when online shopping is expected to make up 25% of retail sales, according to UBS. Roughly 16% of overall sales are made online. Analysts say the closures would affect a broad variety of retailers, including an estimated 21,000 apparel stores, 10,000 consumer electronics stores, and 8,000 home furnishing stores. So, yeah, this is, uh, uh, it says, already this year, uh, retailers have announced plans to close thousands of stores as they keep up with changing consumer habits. Consumer habits. Payless Shoe Source, which filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in February, is closing all 2,100 of its U.S. stores, while Jimboree is shutting its 800 locations. Yep. Sears, which has closed uh, 1,300 Kmart and Sears locations since 2013, is scrapping an additional 80 locations. A number of other retails, including The Gap, have hinted that store closures are on the horizon. Glad I got out of there. I used to work for The Gap, everybody. Uh, but yeah, so there's more. I'll, I'll post the link to that story uh, if anybody wants more. But yeah, I mean, it's it's endless. It's endless. And this administration is doing nothing. And, th you know, I have a feeling the only way this has been addressed, the only way this has been addressed, is Trump's mean tweets against Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, but you know, I mean, it's like it, it's you know, I, I I don't want to be right about this, but I don't see how we can continue losing this many stores. You know, I mean, yeah, they're like, oh well, it's because online purchases. You know, oh, sixteen percent of all all retail purchases are online. Yeah, but there are a lot of people who don't even have computers still. There's a lot of people who don't have broadband. Yeah, there's a lot of people who don't have broadband. I mean, elderly uh, people. This is going to be. This could be bad. You know where? And you can. You can. You can actually flip that around. And this is to me. This is a counter argument to that. When you go into like very very rural areas and very unpopulated areas of the country, online shopping is pretty important. Yeah. You know, uh, if you have to drive freaking 30, 40 miles to go to a store. Online shopping is important. So I, I think, and I'm not an economist, but I, I feel like, there, I think this is what you're alluding to, Ken. Something else is going on. Mm. And I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's, it's the companies not adjusting to what the market wants to buy, what people like you and I want to buy. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've talked about malls. Malls are no longer a thing. Um, we need a reset. We need a reset when it comes to retail, retail in this country. Yeah. Um. Because well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to blame it on online shopping. I think online shopping is really important for a lot of people. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and you know, and. But anyway, anyway, we we should probably get going to the break. Um, uh, Joe, did you want to say anything uh, before we go to the break? No, I don't want to blame online shopping either because I do that all the time. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, I mean, Rain is right. I don't. I wouldn't blame it on online shopping. I. I just think. There's, I think it's vulture capitalism. But yeah, I mean, I mean, drive them down to a price I could buy them out and and uh, sell off the parts. Yeah, like scavengers. that's it. Mm -hmm. Amen, Joe. Brother Joe. There it is. So, all right. Well, let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, sorry again for the technical uh, issue there. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's fixed. Hopefully it's all better now. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and go to the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night, and we'll talk about 
Uh, yes, we'll talk about Mr. Trump next. So we'll be right back. But not his words. Not his words. Other people's words. That'll be good. So we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I got, no, I got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. The Bast has three pillars. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Now with new, new and improved with tree peelers. Uh, <laughs> it slices, it dices. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, welcome back to the program. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. How's your tree peeler doing? Oh, I wouldn't try that on a weird tree. I bet Sharky could peel a tree. You know, I had a, a one of my colleagues... Uh-oh. who I no longer have, uh, the tree peeled him. Oh, what? it did? I'll tell you that story if you want. All right, well, as soon as I bring Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., back into the fold, <laughs> would you like to hear Joe's uh, dog peeler story? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Tree peels dog? Yes. Well, we had... Well, we have three collies. We had three different collies at one point, and one of them was named Shadow. And Shadow was hyperactive, sort of like Sharky. Mm. And uh, we, before we'd go to work, we'd let them out and uh, let them play and uh, get about our business getting ready for work. And then we'd bring them in and give them treats and go to work. So they come back in one day, and um, naturally, Shadow goes running through all the rooms like he always did, but this time, splattering blood all oh, over the walls. Oh, no. 
coward. I was like, what is wrong? What's going on? And then, then he, he runs in the kitchen, and she said, there's a stick <coughs> stuck in his tail. Oh, no. Ow. I said, I said, no, that's not a stick. That is his tail. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my I said, God. Look at the tree. Oh, Joe. And on the tree was hanging a piece of fur. Oh, oh which was the end of his tail. This is, oh my God, this is one of my oh, greatest fears about Earl. Wow. Oh, yes. Well, needless to say, <laughs> rush him to the, to, to the vet. The vet says, oh, he's going to have to have that tip amputated because we can't. He, it put, he, there was a low limb that was like a V and it just caught the edge of his, oh, t- he had his tail man. up. And it, it just, it peeled. The the piece, the piece the end piece of his fur right off the tail, so that the the tailbone was just stuck out. Tip and that top. piece was per- tippy top, and the and the the fur piece <laughs> had a hole in it where you could slip it right back over. But of course, oh. that's a, can't, can't do that. Oh wow! No. Oh. So can, can he was in surgery. Ready to throw. I, I don't do well with peeling with with peeling skin from live anything well he was in surgery for a couple couple hours oh it was an all-nighter he had a little bit of a stump then yeah it wasn't bad i mean it was like mini stump maybe an inch and a half two inch end but it hurt i know it hurt oh and then healing it was did you actually put a cone on his butt you can't how did you heal that See, the cones didn't work in this case. <laughs> the vet couldn't help us with anything because in this case, it wasn't so much that he bothered it. It was that every time he ran around the house, he banged that oh suture up against the wall. I'm sure just, wa- yeah, just wagging his tail probably would do it too. And all he had to do was hit the side. So luckily for us, Barb's cousin does uh, Greyhound Rescue. Mm-hmm. And greyhounds notoriously smash their tails against things and split them open. Okay. So she had the solution. The vet thought it was brilliant. We got one of those giant curlers. You know? Uh, curlers, plastic oh, hair curlers. Oh, hair curl. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Slipped it over the thing and taped, taped it on his tail. Ah. So when he banged the wall, all he did was hit the curler. Oh my and the, god! The tail was actually inside the curler. But you know, it, it, nowadays you can put oh, a pool yes. a pool noodle over it. A pool noodle, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my Just god! Cut part of a pool noodle off. You know, super super protected. Well, actually, actually, the 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 hair curler turned uh, worked quite well. That's he didn't good. have any. The, the biggest part was wait until the suture healed. You mm-hmm. know, uh, and he kept banging it, breaking it open. But the but the uh, you know the Hair curler worked. Were, so all the sti- were all the stitches nice and curly when it was done? <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> he had a very curly tail. Lush, a curly tail. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. That's amazing. Dog peeled yes. by tree. So, tree, pe- right. yes. tree, tree peelers. The best. Oh, wait, no. The best has three peelers. Yes, in Russia, three peelers peel you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Apparently in Scranton, they do too, if you're a caller. Apparently, yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's go ahead and get to some... Uh, uh, oh, oh, actually, you know what? Before we get to 
more audio. I'll save that because I don't have a ton. I really, really kind of did a little bit of a backflip when I read this uh, latest story that you shared, Rain. <laughs> from Reuters. This isn't this isn't from the Enquirer, folks. This is not from the Enquirer. Do you mind if I read a little bit from this? Take it. Take all right. All Thank good. you so much. All right, from Reuters News, May 7th, that's today, 2019, 5 11 p.m. Uh, Eastern. <laughs> um, this is from Reuters. Ar- uh, Aram Rostin is the uh, author of this article. Exclusive Trump fixer Cohen says he helped Falwell handle racy photos. Yes, Jerry Falwell Jr., everybody. Liberty University, everybody. Months before the evangelical leader Jerry Falwell Jr.'s game-changing presidential endorsement of Donald Trump in 2016, Falwell asked Trump fixer Michael Cohen for a personal favor. Cohen said in a recorded conversation reviewed by Reuters. Falwell, president of Liberty University, one of the world's largest Christian universities, said someone had come into possession of what Cohen described as racy personal photographs. The sort uh, that would typically be kept between a husband and a wife, Cohen said in a taped conversation. According to a source familiar with Cohen's thinking, uh, the person who possessed the photos destroyed them after Cohen intervened on the Falwell's behalf. The Falwell's, through a lawyer, declined to comment on this article. Get out of town. Uh, Cohen, who began a three-year prison sentence this week for federal campaign violations and lying to Congress, recounted his involvement in the matter in a recording made uh, (laughs) surreptitiously by comedian Tom Arnold on March 25th. Uh, Portions of the recording, in which Cohen appeared to disavow parts of his guilty plea, were first reported on April 24th by the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, we didn't talk about that, but I saw that. Falwell's, uh, enli- Falwell's, the Falwells enlisted Cohen's help in 2015, 2015, according to the source familiar with Cohen's uh, thinking. Uh, I don't know why it's somebody f- familiar to Cohen's thinking. That uh, The year that Trump announced his presidential candidacy. At the time, Cohen was Trump's confidant, personal lawyer, and worked for the Trump organization. The Falwells wanted to keep a bunch of photographs, personal photographs, from becoming public, Cohen told Arnold. I actually have one of the photos, he said. Without going into specifics, it's terrible. <laughs> That's what he said. It's terrible. <laughs> okay. Maybe, you know, I, I don't know how terrible it is, but I need to play this. This is a terrible, terrible thing you've done. Well, it's terrible. Just terrible. So... Uh, Cohen would later prove successful in another matter involving Falwell. Two people familiar with the matter told Reuters. Cohen helped persuade Falwell to issue his, his uh, Falwell, uh, I'm sorry, Cohen per- helped persuade Falwell to issue his endorsement of Trump's presidential candidacy at a critical moment. They said just before the Iowa caucuses. Uh, Falwell subsequently barnstormed with Trump and vouched for the candidate's Christian virtues. Reuters has no evidence that Falwell's endorsement of Trump uh, was related to Cohen's involvement in the photo matter. The source uh, familiar with Cohen's thinking, why, why, with Cohen's thinking, insisted, <laughs> I don't like that phrase, 
Um, uh, but uh, maybe his rationale. Uh, the, he says, uh, insisted the endorsement and help uh, with the photographs were separate issues. Cohen's connection to the Falwell shed light, sheds light on the formidable alliance between Trump and the man through uh, his university is one of the most influential evangelical figures in America. Falwell's backing helped galvanize evangelicals and persuaded many Christians uh, concerned about Trump's past behavior to embrace him as a repentant sinner. Falwell's support for Trump has not been has not wavered throughout the New York celebrity politicians' own tribulations, including the Access Hollywood recording of Trump talking about grabbing grabbing women's genitals and payoffs uh, by Cohen to hide his extramarital affairs. This past weekend, Falwell tweeted that Trump should have two years added to his first term to make up for the two years Mueller, the Mueller investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. Why? He should actually have two years knocked off because he always claims that he's done more than any other president ever. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Yeah, and, and, and the ignorant thing about that is he was he was comparing that to reparations for African Americans. Yes. I now believe in reparations for this white man because people investigated all his dirty dealings. Fuck you. You fucking hypocrite. You fucking scuzzy piece of shit with your terrible photos. What the fuck were you doing? Shitting on somebody? Oh jeez! I don't want to. Sorry, I'm not going to kink shame, but you know, I'm, I don't want to kink shame. But there is no, there was. is no kink with with evangelicals. They don't get to kink. I will shame because you shouldn't be kinking. Well, I go ahead. he did he did want to give <laughs> he did want to give uh, Trump an additional deuce. <laughs> he did <laughs> see Joe there you go he wanted to give him the number two the, yeah. that's right my, my favorite paragraph from this entire article and this it, we've talked about this on the show that Falwell entered into a hostile situation not a hostage a hostile situation with a guy who was a pool boy in South Beach Florida oh, was that him that? was that him that was that was Jerry. Yeah, that was Jerry Falwell Jr. Yes. Yes. Y- y'all look it up. I'm so looking it up. Jerry Falwell Jr. entered into a business agreement. Oh with, yeah. I can't remember the fellow, but he. Giancarlo Grandas. Yes, and I say pool boy because that's how he was, you know, portrayed in 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 the news. And it was a very LGBTQ friendly hostel down there in South Beach. So if you go down, this is the paragraph that got me. Forget the Tom Arnold stuff. Reuters clearly heard the audio of this recording. So we can just toss Arnold, you know, Tom Arnold out of here. Reuters mm-hmm. is confirming this. The Reuters. The paragraph that got me. I said that, right? Yeah, I know. I was emphasizing it. Reuters. Yeah. Reuters, yeah, it's a yeah, amazing. Reuters. So, the paragraph that blew me away was the Falwells told Cohen that someone had obtained photographs that were embarrassing to them, and was demanding money. The source said, Reuters was una- unable to determine who made the demand. The source said that Cohen flew to Florida and <sighs> soon met with an attorney for the person with the photographs. Cohen spoke with the attorney. 
telling the lawyer that his client was committing a crime and that the law enforcement authorities would be called if the demands didn't stop. Mm. I'm telling you, man, it's the pool boy. Well, I, I don't I don't think you're wrong. It's the pool boy, and I it's do believe all that the source up. in this story the source in this story, I believe, is probably his spokesperson, Lanny Davis, who I have no reason not to believe him. But but Cohen flew to Florida. And then after that, the whole issue went away, and Jerry Falwell Jr. was like, Yes, I love Donald Trump. I endorse him. I mean, this 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 to me says, of course he endorsed Trump because you know he he uh, he's a man after his own heart. I mean, if the photograph, I think it's if the photograph is terrible, okay, Cohen's seen some freaky shit in his life, right? You know, he knows all the details of Trunk's Trump Trunk Trump's sex life. Um, you know, and, and it seems like you know Trump's worst fetish is violating women and that's bad that's real bad so does falwell fall into that category or worse i think you know are there pictures of him like you know is it like some kind of rape fantasy thing or something like that is it is it is it like some kind of like really really rough bdsm stuff you know i mean what what could rattle what could rattle cohen to get him to say it's terrible you know and he said it's usually something kept between a husband and a wife yeah i i i suspect we're going to find out even though this article says those pictures were destroyed Mm -hmm. i do not be i don't believe cohen says he has one you know, yeah, I, I don't believe that. It, what I would like to know is why did Falwell Jr. go to Cohen? Unless he knew that this picture or these pictures were so bad that he could only go to the one person that was known among certain circles to be a fixer. Mm-hmm. Oh, why I think you, you just you just answered your own question. I think because exactly. I mean, he's just as crooked and dirty as all the other Republicans that are in Trump's orbit. And he knows. He really really went all in for Trump after Mm -hmm. this entire. This article is amazing to me because he really went all in for Trump and he told all of the evangelicals, we need to get behind Trump. This story to me is explosive. Well, getting behind Trump could be explosive too if if you if you yeah if it's if it's quarter pounder the deuce you say the deuce you say (laughs) so uh, if it's uh, if it's fish deluxe day (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh oh fish deluxe is swimming Uh, (laughs) I really do believe it's the pool boy I I I think that you. Uh, I, I can't believe I forgot about that. You just tied that all together for me. And I, I appreciate that. That's excellent. Rain. Thank you. Um, cause you know me, I love me some good gossip on a dirty, dirty dog, uh, Republican. <laughs> and when it's Reuters telling the story. Yes. Then if you it's know TM, it's like quadruple yeah, fact yeah, checked. If it's TMZ, I'm going, whatever. 
if it's you know if it's Reuters or um, you know uh, Washington Post or some uh, AP, yeah. I would say I'd say Reuters, Reuters or AP. If it's Reuters or AP, um, you know I'd be like, huh, really? The thing that amazes me is that Reuters confirmed that they heard the conversation. I don't think this particular story is going away. Oh, I hope to the sweet little baby Jesus with his clenched fists that it doesn't. Little it's fists. the only thing that makes sense to have somebody like Franklin Graham, who who I read in another article earlier, or after I read this. It's important to remember that Ted Cruz announced his candidacy for president at Liberty University. Ted Cruz's father was an evangelical preacher, just like Jerry Falwell and Jerry Falwell Jr. He's also a baloney scientist and an assassin. <laughs> well, but <laughs> I'm know, a baloney felt comfortable scientist. enough going there to announce his candidacy, and he was welcomed there by Jerry Falwell Jr. And yeah. Ted Cruz was thrown under the bus by Falwell Jr. I am a baloney scientist. <laughs> when when he endorsed Trump. Yeah. Um, you did mention Franklin Graham in there, by the way, but, um, Oh, I get all these evangelicals. Well, no, they're all fucking, you know, I can't why is Frank, why does Franklin Graham get to say anything? Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. I I mix, uh, he's, I, he's you see, like, I just mixed up Billy Graham and Jimmy Swaggart. <laughs> see, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, everybody. I really try to be on point. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, uh, but, uh. Yeah, no, Falwell Jr., he is, a, he is an evil piece of shit. But he's the Liberty University dude, right? Oh, yeah. To keep my yeah, Ted Cruz yeah. announced his candidacy at Liberty University. Uh, he's an evil little fucker, too. They're, I mean, they're, they're, you see, it makes me so mad, and I don't want to go off on a tirade about, about uh, but I'll just say this about evangelicals. Evangelicals rule by fear. And when you rule by fear, you're an evil fucker. Yeah, fear of the pool boy in the pictures. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. well, and the, it, you know, and they rule by fear, and then they play by their own different set of rules. You know, it's like, oh, you're gonna, you, oh, you're gay, you're going to hell. I totally know because I saw pictures of hell one time, and it was full of gays. Um, you know, stu it's just stupid shit. You know, it's it's just you know this. This, uh, you know, again, like Catholics, you know, I know they have their issues and everything, but Catholics are about social justice and they're about love and they're about what Jesus said in the Beatitudes. And yes, Evangelicals, the Beatitudes is not a Beatles cover band. It's what Jesus said on the Sermon on the Mount. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, and that that is important. And, you know, and then you get all these pious motherfuckers who want to cherry pick um, out of the Old Testament, and they're like, well, no, no, the, the New Testament, that's what counts, except for this one part of the Old Testament where it said something really shitty about gay men. Didn't say anything about gay women. Uh, thing, we're going to talk about, you know, Catholics, they are wrong on many issues. Yes, I, I concur. But they, they don't, and I don't practice, I, I've, I've made it really clear, I was baptized a Lutheran, I'm not a practicing Christian. I don't go to church. One thing I will say about Catholics, they stick to their guns. This is yeah. what they believe. I mean, they, the, charity they is first. And, 
Yeah, I mean, charity is is right up front with Catholics. Yes, there is there are a lot of issues, but charity is right up front. Charity is like, you know, used as a, you know whatever little Not bit of cha- whatever whatever issues for the record. Yeah, Anybody whatever what, whatever little bit of charity that uh, evangelicals have, they just use it as a cudgel. Basically, they're like, oh, yeah. we donate to this, and and we you know uh, because we want to you know feed people, but we're also going to tell them about our personal Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and try and scare them to get them to start coming to our church or whatever. You know, I mean. And, and, you know, and then they're like, we're so generous. Look at what we've done. But, you know, it's conditional generosity, you know, and, and that's unfortunate about a lot of religions. And, you know, they're like, oh, well, the government should be shouldn't be in the work of charity. Well, the government, by and large, does not discriminate with who it helps. It, right. it They do. They do. But there's no scriptural bigotry going on with the government. You know, and so anyway, I'm sorry, I'm going off on a tangent, but yeah. No, but so the Liberty I, University guy is a goddamn hypocrite. And, and well, they all are. we can talk about the salaciousness of the story, but the bottom line is that somebody found pictures of him in, in an uncomfortable situation. And I don't even know what it means when somebody says pictures that should only be seen between a husband and a wife. And that could mean that could it's mean anything. Terrible. Right. That could mean anything. The fact is that a, these pictures were so embarrassing to him that he felt like he needed to go to Michael Cohen and get this fixed. It's is terrible. amazing. Yeah. All right, Joe, uh, we'll, uh, we'll give you the last uh, word on, on this before we go to the break. They're all sinners. Dirty, dirty dogs. Dirty sinners. <laughs> 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 oh, go to hell, all of you. <laughs> Doing some lewd and lascivious acts caught on uh, a photograph. Yes, and uh, pee-pee tapes. Pee-pee tapes, yeah. <laughs> right? Maybe, uh, maybe the steel uh, uh, dossier got its wires crossed. Well, maybe, oh. that's, maybe Jerry and his uh, wife were into pee-pee. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Which is fine if you're not preaching against it. That's the point. I don't think Cohen would say that was terrible, though. It was terrible. I don't terrible. think so either. Terrible. He's seen <laughs> some shit. Cohen's seen some that shit. House we saw with the basement, uh, you know, M&M room. <laughs> M&M. Oh, that house? That deluxe yeah. house? That was great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to find those pictures again. Cool boy. Could have been. So anyway, all right, Green News Report coming up. Uh, when we get back, we'll uh, do name calling. Uh, we'll open up the phone lines. And, uh, of course, we'll still do Mad Libs tonight. And we're going to hear some audio from Nancy Pelosi, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Georgetown Law Professor Pat Butler. And um, that's it. <laughs> but it's good audio. It's good audio. So anyway, uh, Green News Report coming up. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Ah, that's adorable. That's getting awkward. And now it's just plain creepy. KennyPick.com It's Tuesday, May 7, 2019. Human action is hurting nature. And that damage to nature is in turn hurting humans. Landmark United Nations report warns humans are pushing one million species to the brink of extinction. 
Trump administration repeals offshore drilling safety rules implemented after deadly BP oil rig explosion. Plus, upper Midwest flooding in 2019 breaks all-time historic records. All of those historic records and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The time for action is now. This report hopefully will stimulate the world to report. Thank you. Is he drunk? No, he's British. No comment. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I'm shocked at how little coverage this is getting, but uh, the upper Midwest has been flooded for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yes, this week the Mississippi River broke all-time historic flood records in parts of Illinois and Iowa. The river has been in flood stage for more than 42 days, and that has never before occurred since record-keeping began about 150 years ago. Meanwhile, the Trump Interior Department late last week repealed safety rules governing offshore drilling that were put in place by the Obama administration after the explosion of BP's Deepwater Horizon Horizon rig in 2010. Who needs safety rules? That explosion killed 11 men and triggered the largest offshore oil spill in U.S. history. It killed more than a million seabirds, fish, and hundreds of marine animals. But the weaker safety rules will save the industry a billion dollars over the next 10 years. So there's that. So there's that. Incredible. Also, this week, on Monday, the Trump administration lifted endangered species protections from an endangered beetle in Oklahoma at the request of the oil and gas industry. Naturally. To enable the industry to build pipelines more quickly. It's the latest endangered American species to lose protections under the Trump administration. And it's all the more remarkable that Trump's latest attack on endangered species was announced on the same day that the United Nations published a landmark report warning that humans are altering the course of the natural world. We are accelerating the extinction of plants, insects, and animals at rates unprecedented in human history. In the most comprehensive study of life on the planet ever conducted, scientists with the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Biodiversity and Ecosystem Services has concluded that up to one million of the planet's species are on track to go extinct, many within just decades, because of humans' insatiable consumption. The researchers blame human activities, farming, logging, poaching, fishing, mining, building, and more, including the resulting air and water pollution and, of course, man-made climate change. They say humans have altered about 75 percent of the planet's lands and two-thirds of its oceans. Land degradation has reduced the productivity of global land surfaces. A third of the world's fish stocks are overfished. Plastic pollution and pesticide runoff have created more than 400 dead zones in the ocean. This is not very good news, is it? It is not. This is a major study, about 500 researchers looking at 15,000 different scientific papers to compile this. This is a very troubling report. The international team of scientists also warns that these losses are threatening nature's ability to provide humans with clean air, water, and good soil, posing grave consequences because hurting nature is hurting humans and the ecosystem services that we rely on, our life support system and our ability to feed ourselves, says U.N. Biodiversity Chief Sir Robert Watson. 
Nature helps to protect us against climate change, pollution, flood control, invasive alien species, etc. So as we convert our native forests and grasslands, we're not only losing species, but we're losing regulating services. We're degrading our land. And in the long term, we're threatening human well-being. We're threatening food security, water security, energy security. But the scientists say it is not too late to repair these problems, that there is still time to change course through transformative action. Here's UN ecologist and study co-author Dr. Anne Lara Godry at the press conference announcing the report. What we would like at the end of this report is to really give uh, the world a real message of hope. We don't want that people feel discouraged, that uh, there is nothing that can be done, that we've lost the battle because we have not lost the battle. And if given a chance, nature will reconquer its rights and will prevail. The report recommends a suite of major policy changes and says that individuals can also shift their own consumption habits. Does it make me bad that I was listening to Sir Robert Watson talk about invasion of alien species and thinking it might be nice if someone came to save us? (laughs) Be careful what you wish for. But nobody's coming to save us. We're going to have to save ourselves. For much more on that report and all of the other stories we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Who's going to save Tonight, who's gonna bring it back to life? This song is terrible. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. I have also expanded my focus of the d- dangers of opioid abuse to include kids of all ages. Yeah. We can and shoot the children. Yeah, we can shoot up the children. Uh, yeah, seriously, that is the dumbest thing. I've expanded this peeler to include children of all ages. Not just children of certain ages. Not just seven-year-olds. Not just 13-year-olds. <laughs> but all children in the peeler. Anyway... <laughs> God, that's so dumb. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, uh, who was off seeing Randy Rainbow. Uh, I'm sure you could understand every word he said. Uh, <laughs> I could. Yes. He also sang, Who's Gonna Save the World? Oh, God, that song is awful. <laughs> Seriously, I want to. Sometimes I want to just go to Brad and Desi and say, "Just don't search for the keyword. Talk to a mu- talk to talk to a music expert. You know, for a theme. Let me help you with your music programming." 
I promise. I know more than heavy metal, but that like shit. Oh my god, that makes me want to punch. Sorry, I did not mean to poke the nest. Oh god, kill me now. Uh, so hello, hello, Wildcats. Uh, <laughs> makes me as mad as Joe gets when he sees something being put in the microwave without a paper towel over top of it. And that being oh, said, geez. welcome to Joe. Welcome back, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the microwave city. New from Ron Popeil. <laughs> the tree peelers. Peeler. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's the best. Peel your uh, trees. Peel your plants. Peel your grass. <laughs> peel, peel your, your chi- peel your children. Peel your peel peelers. Children <laughs> with Ron Popeil's tree peeler, you can peel anything in a whiz. Oh, oh maybe it should be a uh, Ron or Don Trump peel. Yeah. So. <laughs> Another failed business. Uh, yeah. Trump peels. Trump peel from Donco. Because <laughs> you know Ronco, the record company was that was Ron Popeil's company too. That's why it's called Ronco. Did you know that? No. I did know that. And I don't know if you guys knew that there's an article out from the New York Times tonight about how much money Trump lost. You, oh, good. You know, I was reading, and I like the picture of him as Batman on the front. Batman. On woman <laughs> Yeah. This, there's a picture. Yeah, the, the beginning of the the article. It's like in the magazine. Uh, he has this overcoat over his shoulder, but he doesn't have his hands in the sleeves, and he has oh, his God. hands open, like so. It looks like a cape. It's Cra- ridiculous. Look, crapula. Uh, <laughs> uh, or sharp man. It could be. He could be sharp man. You know. Uh, Maybe I could put it in the in the chat. There you so go. So everybody can enjoy it. Well, yeah. If you want to use tree peelers for uh, the clown car, uh, by all means. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I already had an idea for the clown car, but uh, well, there you go. Maybe. Has the, well, I'm on. A, I, I'm on. Peel. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm on this Sunday on the Tim Carmel show. So maybe I'll I'll run with the tree peeler uh, bit, and I'll I'll, I'll give you guys. I'll, I'll 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 even try and just make an audio bit that Tim can play. So, uh, so uh, I'll I'll try and make it happen. <laughs> the Melania Trump brand tree peeler. <laughs> Trump will peel. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted. I I'm, I got so sleepy. You know why I got sleepy? Because it's Taco Tuesday in the Enser Picklesheimer household. We had the most lovely chicken tacos and bean burritos. It was wonderful. And you know all those spices I got that I was talking to you guys about? Those new seasonings, the Fiesta seasonings? I've been going to town with those suckers. Oh, Rain's having a sneezing attack. So, um... Well, here you go. Here's Batman. Oh, God. Is that ridiculous? Uh <laughs> oh, that's an it's that's old. That's old. He was actually much slimmer. That's a that's a few ham. That's that's about uh, thirty thousand hamburgers ago. I think that's in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, thirty thousand yeah, hamburgers ago. <laughs> that's many. 
many, many, many happy meals to go. Oh, yeah. 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 Rain, are you back? Are you done with your sneezing fit? All right, we'll just get to name calling, Joe. Was well, I'm not it, yet, but go okay. to name calling. I'm yeah. We'll go to Dame calling. Hey Dame, okay. get, <laughs> with the we'll do, we'll do name Dame calling. Oh, and you know what? I'll, I have a special message what? from Melania Trump for everybody uh, after after you call their name, Joe. So let's uh, let's okay. go with that. So here we go. Let's kill their tree. You have to screen it with me. Big place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. To have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's gonna be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your lives. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Mm. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, I've got my Melania Trump messages uh, queued up for everybody. Okay, I just want to say Katz says, it's like Phantom of the Ice Rink. (laughs) 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 Oh, good. Okay, we have Adam Hebert. I could say I'm the most bullied person on, on the world. Okay. We have Francie. Uh, well, uh, this past year has shown me that children are vulnerable to more than just social media. And I so expanded one of my pillars to online safety. Hmm. Pillars. Ah. One of the pillars has been dispatched. Yeah. Okay, we have Heather. They were kind of a, a boy talk. And uh, he was lead on, like... Uh, egg on. Hmm. Ah, egg on. <laughs> okay, we have uh, Jay Collie. The best has three pillars. Okay, <laughs> we have Cat. Uh, I have also expanded my focus of the d- dangers of opiate abuse to include kids of all ages. Wow. Ah, oh, how nice. <laughs> and we have Ken Senior. They are not good for the America. Hi, Dad. <laughs> and we have living on Long Island. Be best. Be best living. And we have Michelle in South Florida. Uh, <laughs> I'm running out of stormy <laughs> or stormy. Oops! Oh, did I say that? Oh, <laughs> well, here I've I got an honorary one here. Uh, stormy Daniels, let's do it on Melania's birthday. So happy birthday to Melania! There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we have Moonmare. The best. We have Theo J. I could say I'm the most bully person on on the world. We have Tim Coromal. The best has three pillars. And last but not least, you have to have one for the for Trojan Rabbit. Oh, he's a penis. <laughs> The best. Oh, that was a long, <laughs> long version. It was. It was. I just, 
I just didn't want to keep repeating uh, all the clips. So, um, so yeah. yeah. Living, Living says Melania ran out of opioids. So you mean opeds? Opeds. 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 Pillars. Opeds. Oh, P. Trump. The best has three pillars. I forgot about this one. I could say I'm the most bully person on on the world. On the world. On the world. <laughs> on the world. That's how that phrase goes, Melanie. That's exactly how that phrase is. Oh my god. She didn't say on the world, she said on the world. Uh, yeah, yeah. With tree on peelers. The, the best has three peelers. God almighty. Um yeah, we already That's played our first that. First lady, everybody. Fuck. <laughs> first lady of the United States of America. Uh, make it stop. <laughs> we all got to see her boobies. And coochie. <laughs> oh. First softcore. Yeah. Oh, we got a call coming in. Uh, area code 302. Who is this? Where are you calling from? Hello. Oh, it didn't. Oh. I'm telling you, Skype is not not making me happy. Call back whoever that was. Uh, three zero four. I don't have that name say or number saved. Whoever it was. Um. Uh. Uh. Call back three zero four. Call back three zero four. There you go. One of the peelers. Yes. Uh. Sure. Be best. Be best and call back. It would be best if you called back right now. See, that's using be best in the proper usage. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, oh, 302, 302. I said 302. Uh, 302, call back. It must be Francie. I Says think it's Francie. Is it Francie? Says who? Says who? Um, she said, Not Michael huh. Cohen. He's in Otisville, New York. So, anyway. Is my phone, my phone's what? ringing. What is going on? My regular phone's ringing too. I bet it's a telemarketer or a uh, robocall. Hello. Hi. Let's see what she wants. Let you know that we have been granted a limited health enrollment period for a few weeks, so you and your family can get a great insurance plan at the price oh, you can great. afford. And That's we make awesome. it hassle-free to sign up. We have pre-approvals ready in your area, including Cigna, Blue Cross. I only get this call about 800 times a day. <laughs> 302. God bless America. Mm, it keeps dumping the call. Oh, 302, are you there? My pillars are killing me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the best has three pillars. Yeah, that's right. Well, hey, Francie, welcome aboard. I don't, I think, I don't know why I don't have this number saved. I don't know. I'll have to save uh, it. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to try not to swear, but you know what? Mel- Melania can go shit in her hat. <laughs> that big, crazy she white hat? She tried real hard. <laughs> she, she is an idiot. She, she's the most bullied, bullied person on the world. She could say that. Fuck you, lady. Fuck you, lady. She has no idea what it's like to be bullied. She has no skin in the game. Uh-huh. It, she, if Her kid, Baron, was bullied like my kids were, 
her be best should be a hell of a lot different. I could because say I'm the most bully person on on the world. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we, we get. Hey, Trump. <laughs> fuck you. She's an idiot. She's an idiot. Yeah. Um, you know the, the 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 children of all ages. Let's start with the seventy-one-year-old asshole you're married to. Let's start with him. You know. I mean, if her kid, her kid wouldn't be bullied because he has Secret Service. But I would imagine, because he is kind you know, he's a, he, he looks like he's kind of a nerdy kid. I don't know. But he could be bullied, you know, if he was a regular kid. We don't know. She has no clue. What be, well, I mean, maybe with her husband he bullies her, but she, she don't speak good English, so she <laughs> him out. You know? uh. She, she speaks she speaks be best but, um, English. She speaks be best English. Be best. Yeah, she has no she has no business being best at anything. <laughs> Stick to what you know, lady. Just stay in the background. Let your double your doppelganger <laughs> and just and just you know go back where the ever the hell you came from. I got a theory I mean, about but, I got a theory about <laughs> fake Melania. Oh. I, I got a theory about fake Melania. Fake Melania is Melanie, I and know. and I, she so she's Mel, Mel There's Melania and there's Melanie. They have Melanie. the same. They yeah. have the same birthdays, and that's why Trump messed up on on uh, on that tweet about her. Because the, the woman there is a double because the one that they trot out like when he get on the helicopter or whatever yeah, yeah. that ain't Melania. <laughs> I got an eye for these. I got a nose for this kind of shit. It ain't. Yeah. Hard. Well, it's, it's because you've been studying those heads for so long. Yes. Yes. I'm a headmaster. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> but I'm bum. So, oh, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you a rim shot there. Um, tip, your, tip your waiters and waitresses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, tip your cows. right about Baron. I, yes. I've mentioned well, this before. I happen to... I happen to know somebody who does education at the school that some of the Trump children go to. Yeah. And um, Barron doesn't go to the school in particular that my friend teaches at. But Barron does show up. He does show up afterwards. Barron does not get bullied because... He he goes he goes to a private school. He is he's sheltered. And I don't blame him for that. I don't blame him for that. He no, probably does. He even have classmates. I don't think she, he do. Yeah. Does Does she he have classmates? No idea. What? What? Does Baron even have classmates, or is he being schooled like one on one by well, a maybe. teacher? Who knows? No, he oh. has classmates. Okay. But he's not in the general population. I, I know what you're saying. He's he's you know, and he has secret service. Here, Paul no Manafort. Touch that kid. Paul Manafort's not, not the general. Paul Manafort's not the general population either. So. <laughs> but no, Baron. Baron is is um, in my opinion, not an everyday child. No. Even no. if he wasn't, even if he wasn't rich, even if he didn't have the parents he, who he has, I wouldn't right. call him an everyday child. And he probably would be one of those children that would be bullied because of who Baron. He reminds he reminds me of my son. I mean, he, he just see somebody on on in the chat said there's rumors that Baron has autism. Well, 
that could be. Yeah, yeah, I won't I'm even. Not, I'm not I, an expert either, but yeah, I, I don't even. I don't even like for. those. I don't like those rumors. He's an innocent kid, so no, I, w- no, I would, I know. you know. But I'm just saying, he, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Definitely. She's not being. She has no clue. The best. And I think she's full of shit. This, the, her accent and all this. I think that's malarkey too. She's not as dumb as she, 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 we think she is. Oh, I love you, Francis. One of the things that does irritate me to no end. What? One She's of phony. The, she is phony. And one of the things that really yeah. does irritate me to no end is prior to her becoming first lady and all this stuff, she, she was, from every account that I can speak of, an incredibly devoted mother. And I don't see right. why she isn't now. However... Her actions as First Lady run yeah. counter to that of a devoted mother. Yeah. Right. So what is it? Which is it, you know? I don't yeah. know, but I know. I but don't know either. Being married, being married to that jackass would make anyone. Uh, I'll say she's, devo- she's as devoted a mother as one can be when they are living right. the most pampered lifestyle in, right. in the world. I mean. Right. Yeah, she probably no, loves think, him, but she probably yeah. was like very hands off, um, you right. know. Except for that creepy well, little lap cool. dance picture, of those two. Here's the thing: I, I gotta say, I really want to say this. Prior yeah. to her becoming first lady, she was not hands off. No, when she when she lived in New York City. I, just trust me on this one. Oh. She with him showed up. Yeah. She showed up every day. Yeah. To take him to school and to bring him home from school. Okay. Maybe she can't now because of the. I don't know. She cooked him. I bet she cooked him. Who knows? She cooked a meatloaf and. She cooked a meatloaf and be Beschetti. And. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just trying to. There's a part of me that's trying to be a little bit fair. Yeah. yeah, I know. What I'm do you think the recipe that for? She what do you know? What she's yeah. talking about yeah, about bullying? What, what do you think the recipe? That's like ketchup and water. Yeah, probably be basketti. Yeah. Do, do you have be to bad. boil the noodles? And oh my god, if it's if it's Melania, instead of using like pasta, like spaghetti, mm-hmm. you use alphabet soup. Use oh, there, alphabets. Yeah. Yeah, she probably just uses like some <laughs> some perfume uh, instead of spices too. <laughs> Melt some lipstick in it. Well, isn't there is like an ad of her eating um diamonds? Oh that yeah, that was oh. a fucking diamond necklace. Oh. Yeah, that made me so fucking mad. What the hell? That made me so fucking mad. Oh. Yeah, good luck she's, picking um, those out of your turds, lady. I th- I think she's a phony. I mean, I'm just thinking now. Diamonds like in the White House. Maybe she was. Maybe she was kind of normal. I don't know with the kid before, but once she got into the White House or whatever, I don't know. Something happened. Yeah, Di- I, I diamonds. When did I eat diamonds? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's you get it. Talk you get... about uh, Marie Antoinette. No, no, no. no. You know the the, the oh, phrase no, corn. When did I corn? When did I eat corn? Diamonds. When did I eat diamonds? You know, <laughs> you get up yeah. from the when you get up from. <laughs> I mean, it's just, <laughs> come I mean, on. Yeah, it's funny. People. Anyway, Francie, I'm glad you. I'm glad you called. I'm glad. I'm glad you called because. Francie, 
I gotta say Thank something you. real quick, uh, and then I'll let, uh, yeah, I'll let go ahead, Joe. Just before you go, I gotta, I for coming on the show tonight, I have a, yeah. uh, we have a uh, prize for you. It's here. It oh, comes. <laughs> yep. you get three oh, peelers. <laughs> tree peelers. Three oh, peelers. Three peelers. My peelers <laughs> are killing me. We have um, the home. Wh- you get the home version of Turn Up Tonight. What's the uh, wh- what color oh, is the geez. opioid abuse one? Oh my God! Three peelers. Three peelers, <laughs> one cup. beautiful. Three peelers, one gorgeous. tree. Three peelers, oh. one tree. Um, uh, oh, Francie, so beautiful. Francie, I got to say this to you before you go. Uh, it's a pleasure to have. Yes. It's a pleasure to have the Ed McMahon. Uh, Ed McMahon. <laughs> I just go to Ed McMahon. The Ed Mc. The Ed McMahon of the uh, Tim Carmel show and the Johnny Carson of Turn Up the Night uh, uh, together here on the show. So. As I kind of dubbed the animals. I kind of dubbed Joe the Johnny Carson of uh, Turn Up the Night a couple weeks ago. Oh, cool. Well, when are you bringing out the animals? <laughs> um, I don't know. I know that game though. What the hell is that sound? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that eventually. We just have Mad Libs tonight, yeah. so. Um, uh, I know the Mad Libs, but I'll but I know it's time to go. You got to do the break and all that. Break and I time. Just to get that off my chest. It would be best to go to break. Be best. Huh? Be best. Be best. Be best. Best be. Be best. Good night, Ed McMahon. <laughs> good night. All right. Kenny, uh, good night, Rain. Good night, Joe. Take care. All right, Bye. love you, Francie. Good night. So. Love ya. See you in June. You. All right, I see you later. You. See you in June. Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there. I just, yes. I just finalized my day off. Well, I'm taking that Friday off to come. Yay! Back. How so. exciting! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. I'm doing All right. a little chair dance, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you. We'll talk Bye. to you later, Francie. Bye, bye. So, okay. uh, all right, uh, all right. On that note, let's go ahead and roll a break. But yes, I did. I talked to my boss because I was originally going to take off the day before my birthday, before I knew we were coming down, and I just went in and said, "Hey, no, I want to take off the following Friday." So we'll probably leave Thursday night and get a hotel or something halfway through or something like that. I don't know what we're going to do. We're just going to kind of play it cool. Awesome. Yeah. I promise you I'd be there. We wanted to be there a year or a couple years ago, and this year uh, we're going to make it happen. We want a little road trip. It'll be fun. So, yes. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. Uh, thank you, Francie, for calling. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night uh, and some audio from good people right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now... On with the show. We can and shoot the children from top to bottom. Welcome to another edition. 
Turn up. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now, you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And I just wanted to let you know I've expanded our tree pillars to include, uh, I'm sorry, our tree peelers. To include uh, um, rock peelers, <laughs> so you can peel your rocks now too. Uh, and welcome back to uh, Joe Santorsis, Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City or the Microwave City, depending if I play and the Hello, hello Wildcats. Wild yeah, <laughs> and what? <laughs> hello Wild, and cover that microwave stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's going to live in infamy, man. Uh, we're going to have to do our one year anniversary of be worst at microwave cooking. Uh, and, uh, of course, rain from four freedoms blog in Washington, DC. There's, uh, there's lots more coming out about, uh, fall. Well, Oh, Oh, is there? Did, yeah, did he, get um, up? did he get caught up in the tree peeler? Li- living in Long Island says Rachel's opening with the Jerry Falwell <gasps> Jr. story. Oh, wow. Why? What? She didn't want to talk about be best in the first hour like we did? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I'm, I'm happy she's opening up with that story. I yeah. think it's a big one. Oh, it's... It, <laughs> It's it's a terrible one. <laughs> well, the picture is terrible. That's what Cohen said. It's just terrible. This is a terrible, terrible thing you've done. Well, it's terrible, just terrible. What a mistake of the maker. Ah, uh, yeah. When you're an evangelical blowhard who acts like you're fucking better than everybody else, and you've got dirt that needs to be covered up by a fixer attorney, fuck you. Fuck you in the I phony. I need the source to put the picture out there. Let us judge. Cohen, do it. Do it. Well, Cohen's in jail. <laughs> well, he can have somebody he, else go get it. Tell somebody. That's tell what you I'm what, saying. The source. Tell you. Yeah. There you go. So anyway, or Tom Arnold. But no, yeah. you. Yeah, Tom. Tom Arnold, go out there, you big Tom, mouth. Tommy, do it. You big dumb dummy. Um, so my pen isn't working. My pen's not working. I need a new pen. So I need a new pen. <laughs> or if you're Melania Trump, my pen, my pen is not working. I need a new pen. Working. Is is this my new pen? Is this where <laughs> I get new pen? Do I need to use tree peeler and make pencil? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe a tree peeler is a pencil sharpener. Maybe that's what it is. So, <laughs> I just hooked up a new pencil sharpener in the garage. A nice pencil sharpener. I just, I just hooked up a nice vintage auto stop uh, electric pencil sharpener on my uh, workbench last night. I I hooked it up. I hooked it up. I, that means I plugged it in. 
you know <laughs> I, I went a step further and made sure the cord was out of the way <laughs> so yes i've installed a brand new tree peeler number two tree peeler uh, <laughs> oh number two uh-oh we're getting into that territory oh, there we go the deuce <laughs> the deuce yeah the deuce the deuce is loose <laughs> Oh, there you go. Oh, that sounds like oh. an upper deck. <laughs> Trojan oh, Rabbit, can it court? <laughs> oh, Trojan Rabbit says, can it court a apple? <laughs> oh, what's is, is, is that from the Honeymooners? Was that Ralph from the Honeymooners saying a apple? I, I know that. God, there was some comedy bit or it was on an old sitcom or something where somebody was, and I think they were doing a commercial for a product. And I think Ralph Cramden said, can it court a apple? <laughs> so, you know, not an apple, a apple. Uh, I see people type a, a, and then, you know, noun beginning with a, with, with a vowel. And it drives me crazy. A orange, a apple, a automobile, a know? apple. So anyway, Trojan Rabbit will tell us what that's from. Oh, he says yes, that's what it was. Okay, thank you, yeah, thank of course, you. I, I, of course, I was right. Trojan was going to tell us. I was right. Live from and confirmed. The, so from the same place we got Palapenes. The Palapenes, yeah. <laughs> oh so the chef of the future, the chef of the future. I'm going to have to go find that audio for next show so we can have it. Um, but uh, uh, maybe I'll work that into my bit, into my into my bit for Tim. So uh, <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and get to this audio we have because we got some good stuff. Um, uh, many of you might have heard uh, there were uh, what was it six hundred six hundred more than the, more than the hamburgers that were in the uh, White House the last uh, uh, sports meal that he had. 600 ex-federal prosecutors uh, penned a, a, a letter or signed off on a letter uh, saying, absolutely, Trump committed uh, a, a felony. He obstructed justice. And uh, Kristen Welker on MSNBC had a Georgetown law professor, uh, Paul Butler, on to talk about this. And had a very, it's a short clip. But he made a very succinct point here. Why did you sign this and what do you hope to gain here? Because as we've said, a sitting president cannot be indicted. Yeah, so we have seen this effort by the president and the attorney general to mislead and spin the Mueller report. So I'm proud to stand with 600 other former federal prosecutors to say that the American people should focus on facts. And the facts are that if you look at the Mueller report, there is proof beyond a reasonable doubt that the president is a felon, that he committed serious acts of obstruction of justice, and if his name was Kwame or Pedro rather than Donald Trump, he would be on his way to jail. Amen. Amen. That is absolutely true. So, uh, I, I think it's well over 600 at this point. I, I think the readings might be off the charts on that. Um, so, uh, it might be, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm now I, I'm, uh, getting into a, a mic check radio territory. Uh, the readings off the chart over 20,000. Yes. <laughs> over 20,000. Um, yeah, I mean, as of this afternoon, I think it was over 700. So I wouldn't we'll be surprised. see what happens by tomorrow. There are people like, yep, you said so I'm putting my name on it. 
so you have all these federal, uh, all these ex-federal prosecutors coming out and signing off on this letter. Some current, and, right? and then you have, uh, I, I don't know if there's any current ones or not. Um, the, the article I read said they were ex-federal prosecutors. Okay. Um, but, um, the, the, there might be something about if you're a standing federal prosecutor, maybe they couldn't comment. I don't know. No idea. That's um, true. No, that's but, probably correct. But, uh, the, um, so this prompted, you know, uh, you know, in, in the wake of this, the Trump cult and all this, the bobbleheads, uh, you know, all his bobbleheads, including like, you know, Mitch the Lich McConnell. Uh, a lich is a spirit who haunts a graveyard, folks. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mitch the Lich uh, went out and, and was spiking the football saying, oh, this, you know, uh, case closed, case closed. We, it's, the report's been out for two weeks and that's it. That's all there is. Case closed. Being an asshole about it. Well, Elizabeth Warren, she wasn't having that. <laughs> Here we go. Slightly longer clip, but God bless uh, uh, or whatever. Something, you know, good, good vibes to Elizabeth Warren for this. A little while ago, the majority leader stood on this floor to speak about the investigation into the 2016 presidential election. He triumphantly declared case closed, case closed. Wishing won't make it so. I read the Mueller report. I read it cover to cover every page. I read late into the evening on the day it was released and into the next morning. Now, I didn't start reading by expecting to make a statement about it, but I was shaken by the evidence that the special counsel had gathered and by the conclusions that he drew. The majority leader would have us believe that scrutinizing this evidence is a matter of Democrats, quote, refusing to make peace with the American people's choice. He wants to portray this as just a, quote, outrage industrial complex, because some people don't like that President, won, uh, President Trump won. And again, wishing won't make it so. Sure, there's plenty to be outraged about in special counsel's report, but no one here <clears throat> is pitching a fit that Democrats didn't win the election. No, what's at stake here is the Constitution of the United States of America. Will Congress do its job and fulfill its constitutional duty to serve as a check on the president? The answer from the majority leader and his Republican colleagues is no. Case closed, case closed, they cry. Instead of reading the words of the special counsel's report, they just want to circle the wagons around this president. Instead of protecting the Constitution, they want to protect the president. This is a huge difference. At its core in the Constitution is the principle that no one is above the law, not even the president of the United States. My oath of office is the same as Mitch McConnell's. I swore and he swore to uphold the Constitution of the United States. Our Constitution is built on the principle of separation of powers precisely to prevent a dictator, an autocrat, from taking control of our government. This separation of powers is part of the brilliance of our Constitution, and it has served us well for centuries. And as a couple, at least, amen to that. Amen. 
Yay. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Joe, what, uh, we, we kind of been steamrolling a little bit tonight. Why don't you give your thoughts on what uh, Elizabeth Warren had to say? I think she's... I think she's an up-and-comer, that girl. Uh, <laughs> I think she's, she's yes, got sir. something. She's got pizzazz. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Elizabeth Warren, you know, she, she uh, warms the cockles of my heart. Um, she's a true progressive. Got to give her credit. And she doesn't pull punches. And um, that's, that's the kind of uh, attitude we need against this guy. Absolutely. Everything McConnell. she's saying is true, huh? And against McConnell. Cuz she spoke as she spoke as a senator there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I, I think yeah. we need to yep. really yep. remember that. She was talking yep. straight to Mitch the McConnell. Enablers. Yep. The enablers. Protecting your president and not the Constitution. Yeah, I, I know what I know what Ken just said, and I'm sorry, but I need to say this. I think it was really important that she took the leader of the Senate to town and said, "You know, we took the same oath. We took the same oath. We're not supposed to be creating a, a an imperial presidency." Mm-hmm. Right? And and still she persisted. Yeah. I I loved what she said. I we need more senators to speak like her. Absolutely. And you yes. know what was um <clears throat> what was interesting too, uh let me see. Uh is you sent me some Nancy Pelosi audio. Um and we played some Nancy Pelosi that uh, uh, the other day, and I want to play that for you because oh. she was she was being interviewed because some of what she said is she was talking about uh, Barr. He lied. He committed a crime, and she mentioned some uh, some historical facts. Uh, this is, I believe, the first time. Uh, a similar situation that led up to an impeachment. <laughs> uh, and uh, I wanted to play you this, and then we'll play the, the newer stuff that I got today. I only got a couple short ones from Pelosi, but listen to this one. As you probably know, on the articles of impeachment uh, for uh, President Nixon, uh, Article 3 was that he ignored the subpoenas of Congress, that he did not honor the subpoenas of Congress. This is very, very serious. But my judgment will spring from the judgment of our committee chairs. And in terms of, uh, I'm just looking at Mr. Nadler's statement. In the close of his statement today relating to the Attorney General, he said, history will judge us on how we face this challenge. We will be held accountable one way or another. And he, if he, Barr, does not provide this committee with the information it demands and the respect it deserves, Mr. Barr's moment of accountability will come soon enough. And I think that probably applies, whatever they decide. Is the jail time should be on the table? I said the committees, will, the committees are trying to make accommodations uh, in terms of receiving the redacted 
receiving unredacted uh, Mueller report. Uh, let them work their will, and then we'll go to the next step. Mr. President, yes. did the Attorney General commit a crime? He lied to Congress. He lied to Congress. If, and if anybody else did that, it would be considered a crime. Uh, you, nobody is above the law, not the President of the United States and not the Attorney General. Being the Attorney General does not give you uh, a bath to go say whatever you want, and it is the fact because you are the attorney general. It just isn't true. So um, she mentioned uh, the Nixon uh, impeachment, and uh, it was because, guess what? They were ignoring subpoenas. Mm -hmm. Article 3, Article 3, I believe, is what she said, right? Yes. So, yeah, so, well... uh, we had that uh, on last Friday, and I thought, well, Rain needs to hear this tonight. <laughs> so we had some really good stuff from uh, uh, Amy Klobuchar, Kamala Harris, and uh, oh, um, <clears throat> uh, uh, say, uh, Maisie Hirono. Oh, my God. She uh, was Maisie. awesome. Yes. Oh, my God. I love all of them. Yeah. But I, I felt like, you know, uh, because the, the Pelosi stuff I have from today is a little short. Um, but I figured we should, we should play that, but she does mention that again, uh, you know, uh, l- l- let's play that, that clip uh, where she mentioned it today from, she was at Cornell university, uh, for an inside Congress panel and yeah, uh, politics, the school of politics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and thank you for sending this. I only got a couple clips, but, um, it's fine. I, Anybody who wants to listen to it can go to my Twitter feed. I posted yeah. the entire YouTube video, and it's worth listening to. Yeah. So, uh, but here's a uh, here's the first clip again, and and I love that she keeps bringing up the articles impeach of impeachment uh, that were used uh, for Nixon. Actually, it might be interesting to note that in the impeachment articles of impeachment for Richard Nixon, Article Three was that he ignored the subpoenas of Congress. That could be part of an impeachable offense. Every day, he's obstructing justice by saying this one shouldn't testify, that one should have, and the rest. So he's making a case, but he's just trying to goad us into impeachment. And wherever you go, I say to my colleagues, whatever it is, be ready. And whatever it is, We'll be ready. God damn it. I love that whatever it is, we'll be ready. Amen to that. Amen. Powerful. I mean, 40 seconds and, you know, uh, you know, be ready and we will be ready. I love that. I love that confidence in that, that just absolute power that she, she wields responsibly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Joe, I, I don't, I feel like I keep cutting you off tonight, Joe. No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> you didn't I well, said, mm-hmm. "We'll say something, Joe, so I, so one of us can cut you off." Okay. Uh, right. Well, what I was saying was, okay, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe, do you, do you want to say? Because I really do feel like I've been talking way too much tonight, Joe. I don't feel that way. But I don't anyway, Since you bring it up, yeah. <laughs> um. Ms. Pelosi, um, I wasn't. I have defended her for ten years now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I hated all the liberals back in when she was speaker before. How they trampled her, 
how they they blamed her for losing the, the house. This is a smart woman. Mm. This woman is knows how to wield power, how to use it, when not to use it, and that's the key. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Joe is so on point with this. Well, like, and, like and I said, again, powerful, but it's power using power responsibly. Right. She's also smart. Yeah. I mean, you can have power and you cannot be that's she's really smart. Yeah, Trump has power. And he's a yeah. dipshit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, this this speech and, he, and I, I've shared this with you two and, and mm-hmm. oh also Bob in our turn up the night chat. But this speech to me, I felt like um Maybe everybody who once heard you say, yes, we need impeachment now, I'm not going to take that away from them at all. No. And Trojan Rabbit, I know you're listening. I love you. You spent the weekend in my house. You know why I'm calling you out. Um, And that's not a mean thing, by the way, everybody. She knows what she's doing. When she mentioned Article 3... She didn't Twice do now. that because it was something that, you know, f- you know, came up to her head. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, here's one thing to remember is that what Nancy Pelosi says is just a mild indication of what congressional attorneys are <laughs> are, are working on behind the scenes. Well, that's the other thing, Ken. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to the entire speech. I didn't. Did I, I was no, no. I, I was. I like I said. I had a crazy. Uh, I had a conference call no. today that that messed up my day. That makes it really. That makes me really happy that you said that because she actually talked about congressional attorneys in this particular. Oh, speech. good. Well, you know, and that's that's the thing because you know I've been thinking about that for a while because of Barr being chicken shit, and of course, uh, Cohen, uh, not my, not Michael Cohen, <laughs> um, Cohen uh, going to town with the the bucket of chicken. I know people are shitting all over him for that and everything. And yeah, it's a, maybe it's a tacky yeah. stunt, but it got to people and that was good. Oh my no, god. She, she mentioned chicken. congressional attorneys. She actually <clears throat> said congressional attorneys that are democratic congressional attorneys mm-hmm. and republican congressional attorneys. Oh sure. And when she mentioned republicans, she wasn't mentioning them as they were as though they were ap- in the opposition. Yeah. They just are. They were not the opposition to the Democrats. Responsible when it comes to impeachment. Responsible and again wielding power justly. Yes. I, it, so, this, well, let me I, play the let me play the next uh, next one from Nancy Pelosi. It's only thirty seconds, and then we'll, we'll give you a little bit of time, and then we're going to go go to break. Uh, but uh, this is the second one where um, she also comments on uh, Mitch the Lich. Uh, saying, case closed. It's all over. It's all she wrote. On the floor of the Senate, Senator McConnell is reported to be saying, doesn't matter to hear from Mueller, case closed. Case closed. No, I don't think so. 
I don't think so. But it's that same mentality that is just not about um, doing the right, getting results for the American people. But it's this—it's who he is, and no—I know this is a nonpartisan setting, but just as a matter of observation, that's just not a fact. The case is not so. closed. Oh, I'm sorry, I played it too quick. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, um, and and I'm into that because you know it's like you know I'm no, man. no no no, Mitchy boy, no no no, you don't have really any say in this right now. Oh, well, no, he, he, has, he does, because he's a yeah. man. Yeah, and he's got his little retractable turtle turtle dork. Uh, so, <laughs> so, all right, I said a penis. You don't say penis in this house! <laughs> all right, go ahead. She went on to call him Mitch McConnell, the Grim Reaper. <laughs> That's right, you mentioned that. So I did, I'll have to track that one down for Friday. That'll be fun. She called him so. the Grim Reaper of legislation in the Senate. Well, and there you she, go. you know, she said anything that we're going to send to to the Senate, he has said he's going to kill it. So he's the Grim Reaper. Well, there you go. Like I said, Mitch the Lich. He's the spirit that yep. haunts graveyards of uh you know, you know, legislative decisions he tries that he doesn't like. He tries to kill. So, uh, wow. So, uh, Joe, uh, any thoughts on uh, any more thoughts on what Nancy Pelosi said here about L- Mitch the Lich or anything else? <laughs> it's turtles all the way down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's no. I, uh, do you think he has a shell down there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. It might be one of those soft shell. Oh, soft, soft, soft shell turtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that. Uh, Ooh, uh, uh, that is not good. That is not good. No. That doesn't sound like a delicious sandwich. No, it really no, no. no. Soft shell crab. That's one thing. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, but well, maybe his soft shell. Maybe a soft shell turtle has soft shell crabs. We don't know. So, <laughs> hey, hey, what happened? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Uh, so. Just ran off the road. That's all. Sure. Yeah. Turtle tunnels. <laughs> so. Oh, oh, that's a that's probably a term of endearment for his wife. Uh, so. <laughs> turtle tunnels. Um, uh, I don't think I have turtle tunnels. Uh, no, I no, I don't. Anyway, uh, that's a Stephanie Miller thing. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and, and run to the break. When we come back, uh, we'll have some other thoughts. And I uh, got a couple Mad Libs, everybody. This time, oh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it. I never do. I never do. I'll tell you what it is when we come back because I don't want to. I don't want to taint the jury. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, we're going to run to the break. We'll be right back with uh, the final segment of this Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Illuminati, it's about a sexy conspiracy. 
Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. That they're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And uh, thank you some other places that we have coming up in our uh, Mad Libs here. Because, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, well, fortunately for, for our listeners, our chat room people, uh, podcasters, take note. If you join us in our chat room at IndieMediaWeekly.com uh, and go to, uh, or KennyPick.com, and go to the Turn Up the Night tab, you can contribute to Mad Libs uh every show just about every show it's not every once in a while we'll skip mad libs but for the most part we don't um but uh yeah i actually uh solicited some requests for different geographical locations tonight so that was fun and um it's it's not often that we get a bulk of uh geographical locations for mad libs usually adjectives nouns what do you got uh, but anyway, uh, welcome back to the program of uh, Rain for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Eagerly anticipating your party next month. I can't believe it's next month. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah. it's oh, a, this my Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, uh, you know, and what did I say I was going to bring? Did I say I would bring stuff to make chili? Is that what I said I'd do? 
my award-winning maybe, chili? Maybe not. If you don't, it's so, fine. I don't know. I don't. I can't remember. I said I was going to bring something. I'll have to go back and listen to the shows. <laughs> so I think I think, Cleveland I think beer. I, I think. Well, yeah, I'll bring you Cleveland beer at the Wazoo. Um, <laughs> Schlitz. Uh, uh, no, not Schlitz. <laughs> I'll bring. Uh, I know. Uh, what, do you guys get to oh, ask? Well, you, I'll, I'll talk to Bobber on Friday, but. Uh, I know he got Great Lakes when he was here the last time he was here. I don't know if they sell Great Lakes in your area, so uh, yeah, they do. Oh, okay. Well, you, you don't want Great Lakes. I'll find something double, else. Double check with Bob. I'll find something else. So, uh, and of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the uh, microwave city. Cover, cover that shit. Bach is back, and Gibbons got it. What? <laughs> Bach is back and Gibbons got it. <laughs> okay. There was, a, there was a local brewery, Gibbons Beer, and they used to sell in in the fall a a lager called Bach Beer. Called Bach Beer. Yeah, yeah. My mother's maiden name. And Bach every, Beer. Every fall, you would hear Bach is back and Gibbons got it. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. Funny. That's hilarious, Joe. I love Bach that beer. Bach is back and Bach. Gibbons got it. God, I love that. The name Bach is my mom's maiden name. Oh, and I thought Bach you said it, it was German. I, I thought you were saying her name was her last name was Bach beer. No, it was just Bach. <laughs> I thought it was just Bach beer. It wasn't Bach beer hyphenated. No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, but God, but Bach means um, it's goat in German. Which but that's the noise stubborn, a chicken makes. Beer. But that's the noise a chicken makes, Bach. So Bach. do so do goats come <laughs> running? Do goats come running when chickens go buck buck buck? Well, in my family, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bach beer because I know there's there's like a famous uh, Bach beer. I don't remember what it was, but I think Rams had Bach or something like that, and they had a little plastic goat on a elastic, you know, string they put around the. Thing. Oh my God, that's so, it's all so funny. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Bach Don't beer. be sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring something. I'll bring I'll bring uh, something to drink. Um, and uh, yeah, it, depending it, on when you show up, you can come up and cook. Yeah, if you want, but you don't have to. Well, no, we're gonna get there early. We're gonna get there by Friday. So, you know. If you have a crock pot, I'll just bring all my ingredients and buy the fresh stuff locally and uh, do yeah, do a crock, a crock pot of chili. Pot. So, you know, I can do that and, you know, do it late Friday and it'll be ready in the morning. Oh, so, Jesus. or do it in the morning on Saturday and it'll be ready for the evening because it only takes like six, seven hours to do it right, right. So we've got this. Yeah, there we go. So, um, we Bach this. <laughs> Gibbons got it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Gibbons uh, was a small brewery in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. I've Wilkes actually heard of that brewery. Nice. nice. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Francie's going to be there. That's very exciting. Joe, I know you have a lot going on, but, you know, if you can make it, love to see you. So, we will. Trojan uh, Rabbit's coming. Wait, you said we will, as in we will let you know, or we, no, no, we we will try to get there. Oh, okay. <laughs> we are so, going to, to make an effort. You're gonna you're gonna try and uh, put forth your be best effort. Be best. So be best. Yes, yeah. I'll bring. 
I'll bring my my tree peelers. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I oh, bring. you got to bring the whole clown car catalog with you. There's a lot of products there, so. Uh, I have 29 volumes so far. <laughs> yeah, I know. Trojan Rabbit is actually coming. Yeah, I'm and looking so forward to meeting Paul in, in, in the flesh. And so. Scoopster is going to be here. Oh, nice. I think, nice. I think that Livin' is coming down. Shinerbach, that's the one Psy Guy said it, yeah. Shinerbach. Oh, Psy Guy says his chili's one. Psy Guy. I got to go check that on. Psy Guy says uh, his chili's won awards, too. I have a golden toilet. I want a golden toilet. Do you have a golden toilet? All right, we're gonna have to have. You want to have a chili? We gonna have a chili off, brother? So, <laughs> uh -oh. if if anybody is listening, if mm -hmm. I accidentally didn't invite you on Facebook, if you're listening to Turn Up the Night, you are invited automatically. Unless you are a Trump, say where is my fucking invite? Unless you are a Trump cultist that actually accidentally found this show, you can fuck well, yeah, right off. No, then you can fuck well, right you, off. Y'all could show up, but that's oh, not well. yeah, I'll invite you to the chili. I'll invite you to to a party of the most ethnically diverse part of Cleveland, and you'll be scared and you'll run home crying. It's really not going to so. end well. Because I, I realized I accidentally forgot to invite Trojan, even though I told him you're invited in person. Oh, Just God. Just last week, he's like, God, oh, rain. rain. Come, rain. What? <clears throat> I know. You got the cacophony of buzzers for that. <clears throat> I know. Uh, I deserve it. All right. <clears throat> well, let's go to go go get to Mad Libs, because we, we got 15 minutes left. We only have two Mad Libs tonight, so this will give us a little bit more time for our parting shots. And I'll tell you what, Taco Tuesday has made me tired <laughs> a lot of teas there <laughs> so uh you know two i had two two tacos two crunchy tacos and two small burritos and uh because i skipped lunch so i was like i need a lot of food tonight honey so side <laughs> guy. guy are you on grub. facebook side guy. guy i need grub anyway go on go oh side guy says i have a statuette i think it's chili bowl well i have a toilet bowl so, <laughs> and, but the award wasn't for how shitty my chili was. But anyway, uh, all right, I won for my venison sweet corn chili. It was delicious. Anyway, uh, and I'll try and get venison for the chili that that were that I'll make for you guys too. So if nobody's freaked out by that, so no, not anyway, any, not our crew. Eat some Bambi, y'all. Here's Mad Libs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. Oh, no. I meant some of my Price is Right music has gone away. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, bring Walder Frey Pie. No, no, don't bring that. No, no don't bring that. that. Good. Uh, all right, Rain, I need a plural noun. You know what one's already been taken, um, right? Yes. I'm oh, I hit the space bar. Oops, <laughs> I stopped the music. No, I'm going to go with fungi. Fungi. Ooh. Okay, Joe, verb ending in ing. Polling. You want polling as in someone who's using a poll for something or somebody who's actually <laughs> polling a group of people? Polling a group of people. Okay. <laughs> I just need to know how many L's to put yeah, in there. It did sound a little like Melanie. 
<laughs> I did? <laughs> no, Joe did. Oh, like Joe. Is it falling or pulling? Oh, oh well. Uh, pulling. <laughs> pulling. Pulling. Pil- piling? <laughs> piling? What? Um, what? <laughs> Rain, I need to type a I need to type a liquid. Um yeah, uh oh um No. Oh, Gibbon's got it. I'm gonna go with urine. No. <laughs> I, I was trying to help you out there and you could say Bach beer, but uh well, okay, let's go with Bach beer. Let's do that. Uh it's not much different than urine. <laughs> uh, well, it's a little darker, I think. Um, I well, depending on your diet. Was, I know I knew a guy whose last name was Urine. Oh yeah, huh? Urine well, Greyjoy. First, first name was Bernie. Oh, oh Bernie Urine. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Do you know Urine Greyjoy? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Not anymore. Joe. Joe, an adverb, mm-hmm. please. Oh, an adverb. An everyone, adverb. everyone's favorite. Yeah. Yes, everyone's favorite adverb. Um, let's say uh, adoringly. Okay, I like it. You like uh, it? Yeah, I do. All right. So, and what else we have? Rain. I need a silly word. Gewelt. Oi, gewelt. Oi, gewelt. Oigavelt. All right. Uh, Joe, a foreign country. Becky, 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 Becky Stan. <laughs> you Becky, Becky. <laughs> you Becky, Becky, Becky Stan. All right. Uh, Rain, I need a town. All right. Hold on. I'm chewing on something. I hope it's food. That's- that's the town. Okay, I'm chewing on something. Not really. I'm chewing town. on... Becky. No, Ubecky. no. Jo- Joe just Joe just said that. Becky, Becky, Stan. I thought that was a country. Oh, you... you, you uh, so you want what? Ubecky. Okay. Ubecky in the... Oh, that works, actually. That works. Of- that works. That works. I, I actually it does work. Joe, uh I need uh a number. <laughs> a number. Um eighty-six forty-five. Eighty-six forty-five. Alright. And Rain, I need the name, first and last name of a conservative Republican evangelical uh, talk radio personality whatever just some right wing asshole in any of those categories politician whatever. Uh, I can go with Jerry Falwell Jr. JMJR <laughs> if you need a middle name I'm going to go with Pool Boy <laughs> Jerry Pool Boy Falwell Jr. Oh, how about uh, Jerry Dip in the Pool Boy Falwell Jr.? Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> like that. Because he's not the pool boy. <laughs> uh, I'm writing that down, everybody. <laughs> For JFJR! <laughs> yeah! Uh, okay. I don't know where that came from, but it came from somewhere. All right, here we go. This is... <laughs> Uh, from the the mystical tome 
known as more Mega Mad Libs. Uh, six all-time favorite Mad Libs in a mega size. And I flipped towards the back and I found Geography Part 1. How exciting is this? We have Mad Libs Geography, everybody. We learned so, something. You you will learn that all of this is just as important as what Melania Trump looks at and points at. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, so Geography Part 1. Snazzy experts have taken many tiny polls that indicate that most American penises... Seriously? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. They played the wrong thing. Um, here we go. Uh, Don't say penis in this house! Yeah, Get out of my house! Um, uh, who attend the average American goofy school don't know anything about geography. These tacos don't know much about tax returns or Mueller reports either. But geography is important because it teaches us all uh, teaches us where all the continents, countries, states, and lynxes are. Lynxes. Um, geography also helps us learn the ca the capitals of all the fungi, and is just as important as math, English, or polling. <laughs> Uh, besides, if you don't know anything about geography, you might start traveling to Cucamonga from Fort Worth, Texas, and end up in a garbage dump. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you'll end up in a really yucky town like New York. Well, it's only yucky if Trump's there. Uh, so the next time you have a geography class, listen righteously to your teacher and study adoringly. Alright. This one is called Geography Part Deuce. <laughs> part Deuce? <laughs> well, it's part two, but I decided to go with the deuce as a callback like to, you know, Trump's like poops and Falwell Jr. getting, uh, laying a log on somebody. I uh, think he laid a log in the pool doing that a the Cleveland, pool boy took care of. Doing a Cleveland steamer in Florida. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. What do you call that? Uh, a Cleveland steamer done in Florida. Do you call that like a swamp log or something like that? Um, oh, I'm going to go with the <laughs> South Beach Swamp. Or maybe the uh, 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 gator in the Everglades. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Geography part two. Here are some crunchy geographical facts that you should know. Um, one, a peninsula is an area of land surrounded by bock beer and connected to the mainland by an oigavelt. <laughs> Texas has more tissues and more dirty cows than a living room. Okay. <laughs> The capital of Ubeki Becky 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 Stan Stan is Ubeki. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that worked so well. Don't did you like that one, Joe? Are you there, Joe? Did you sit on your mute Jim's button, Joe? No, I didn't touch that button again. 
Uh, yes. The capital of Ubeki Becky 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 Stan Stan is Ubeki. Yes, that that worked out stunningly. To use another adverb. Well, that's what. That's why I, I kept, you know, I, I asked, I was, for a second there, I wasn't paying attention to what I was, you know, the sentence I was writing it in, and I was trying to talk Rain out of it, then I was like, no, 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 yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Once I read it out loud, it was even better. All right, uh, here's another fact. Number four, the Grand Canyon in New Jersey is the largest terrible photo in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Terrible. Have you all ever been to Newark? <laughs> well, I, uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. might have been because that's where the largest terrible photo is. So, uh, the Mississippi River runs from Disneyland through 8,645 states and winds up in the Gulf of. Te- uh, uh, I'm sorry, in, in the Gulf of England. There you go. And uh, Montana is bordered by Florida on the north, by California on the west, and <laughs> Jerry dipping the pool boy Falwell Jr. on the south. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you go. I'll read that one again. Montana is bordered by Florida on the north, by California on the west, and by Jerry Dipping the pool boy Falwell Jr. on the south. There you go. Well, thanks, so. global warming. That- <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn. Oh, that is. Oh, that, that's brilliant. Thank you for that, Red. <laughs> thanks, global warming. <laughs> thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> She's back, ladies and germs. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't believe that Texas has more Texas has more dirty cows and tissues than a living room. That is crazy. Or, or more tissues and dirty cows than a living room. It's true. Why do they have all the tissues down there? Ted Cruz. <laughs> Jerry Falwell Jr. All those pool boy. All those tissues are in Ted Cruz's bathrobe pockets. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I seriously don't know. I think that I really do. I believe that Jerry Falwell's pool boy had a lot of tissues to give away. Jerry, take a dip in the pool boy <laughs> Falwell Jr. You mean? Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of tissues. Got to clean up stuff. Oh, that poor pool boy. Well, that a, that you know what? <laughs> you splurge it, you gotta yourself. clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, great, excellent joke there about the global warming. <laughs> that's, that's how geography is now, folks, because of gl- climate change. Uh, <laughs> Rain nailed it. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, wrap things up right now. Uh, 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 end it on a high note, folks. So, uh, Joe, what do you got for a parting shot? Well, you might have read this. It was in the Washington Post. But uh, this is from Charlotte County, Florida. Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think I know. Okay, so this... Uh, I hear that borders sh- Montana on the south. <laughs> Thanks to global warming. Thanks, global warming. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. 
the blue Chevy pickup drifted through a stop sign. So the sheriff's office noticed and pulled the driver over. Oh no! Yeah, I yeah. Yeah. So it was three fifteen in the morning, and uh, the driver Michael Clemens and his female passenger were gathering wildlife together under a night underpass, <laughs> <laughs> and they were going home with their their take for the night. So. Since some of the animals are not allowed to be possessed in Florida, the uh, county sheriff asked them to uh, show them what they had. And um, they said, well, nothing illegal. So, uh, they, you know, the guy showed them what he had and she showed in her backpack. It was her had. yoga pants, Joe. No, wait, I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. She showed Thanks, her backpack woman. and the cop asked, is there anything else? That's when she reached into her yoga pants. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. No. Out, tugged out a foot-long alligator. God damn it. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> no. Yeah, they had to call the state's Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission to seize the animals and the yoga pants. Um, and yoga. released them. <laughs> they were released... Back into the wild. The old pants. No, no, no. That crosses the line. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. This is horrible. A... What? I, it, I'm sorry your... to step on this, but no, Joe. Was she wearing Kevlar underneath there? No, no. I don't. Here, here. You could read it for yourself. Uh, I'm not I gonna... believe you. It's right there in the Washington Post. It's Washington Florida. Post. Why would it's Florida? Why would I question it? That's right. Chomp, chomp, chomp. No, no, in no. The cross line. In her yoga pants. <sighs> I have no idea what this woman looks like, but she's got <laughs> lumpy yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Even a small alligator, its jaws can exert tons of pressure. Not tons, uh, <laughs> no. not literally, but oh, multiple, multiple pounds of pressure and just rip the shit, just rip a fucking muscle out of your leg or your an organ out of your organ area. And your point is? Florida. Uh -huh. Go away. <laughs> Let's you know that Bugs Bunny cartoon of uh him like sawing away the border of Florida and letting it drift out to sea? That that's what I want. <laughs> Have you seen that that GIF? I'll I'll put it in the yes. in the chat room. I love that GIF. So uh but wow, Joe. Wow. Don't ever an alligator in your yoga pants. Skin peeling, peeling off a dog's tail, putting an alligator in your pants. You, you got uh, my my skin is crawling tonight. Joe. <laughs> what have you done to me? Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but anyway, Rain, what's your uh, parting shot? I have two parting shots. One is Florida woman teaches yoga and Pilates to alligators in Florida. Oh, I don't think that's real. No, it's not real. It's a joke. <laughs> I know. 
I thought it was real for a second there because it's Florida. Be the only explanation why an alligator wouldn't like chomp on her inner thigh. Where else would that alligator be in her pants? It was then that Martian Lady LaGuire reached into her yoga pants and tugged out a foot long alligator. (laughs) (laughs) Insane. Insane. I think she's, I think this is a Florida woman teaching alligators yoga and Pilates. Find your inner self. All right. Forget that. That's bullshit. I'm making that up. Anyway, um, what's your what's your real parting shot? My parting shot is um, go back to to the entire thing from Nancy Pelosi. But at one point, mm-hmm. she said, and this is to me, I think this is really incredible. She said, "We have to make sure that the Constitution wins the next presidential election." And she goes on to say, "We cannot accept a second term for Donald Trump if we're going to be faithful to our democracy and to the Constitution of the United States." And that is just a fact on many fronts. We have to operate in the Congress, in the courts, and in the court of a public in the court of public opinion, and we must win the next election. I, I found that amazing to hear her say that, because she literally, for for, and and I've got friends on Twitter, and we all have friends on Twitter. Those that have a platform, and people like me. Who keeps mm-hmm. saying Nancy Pelosi? You need to call for you know impeachment. She's setting it up. She's yeah. setting it up, and it might not be as fast as we want it to be. I want it yesterday. I oh, want sure. it yesterday. But oh, I wanted worse from day one. So, but well, I won't. I won't dwell on that. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm really with you on that. But she's setting this up. And in this speech that we talked about earlier in the show, she talked about Nadler and Clyburn and and Maxine Waters and all of the heads of these committees. And she said, they are all in place to find the truth and they're going to do everything that they need to do. She's she's kind of a clever woman because she's Mm -hmm. basically saying we're setting this shit up. We're going to have impeachment. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So my parting shot is just listen to her. Listen to her. And, and you know, we didn't get it. I want to say one more thing. And I know it's 10.06. I know. Um, the other day, there was an article, an interview that the New York Times published with Nancy Pelosi. And the basic premise was, it, she said a lot of things, but one of the things that a lot of people took away from this article was that Nancy Pelosi said, we need to stay center left. She yep. never said that. She never said that. What she said yeah, I... is that we need to keep the center left. And when she said we need to keep the center left, she meant we as, and she she's the first person to say, I'm a progressive I'm a progressive liberal from San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when she was talking about needing to keep the center left, she said we need to keep them on our side. Yeah. And we can keep moving things to the left if we keep the center left. Well, you know, unfortunately, some people not be best with words. Be um, best. I'm, so. I well, I know that. I, I that was that was supposed to be my original parting shot tonight because I think. Well, that I appreciate you clarifying was, that because it, it, it's unfortunate that there are so many 
so many people out there who are either a ignorant or willfully deceptive in reporting what she's saying to try and malign her. So, yeah. um, you know, and, and it's she people- said we need to keep the center left. She meant we need to keep them with us and on yes. our side. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, I completely understand that. It makes sense to me now. You know, now that I'm not reading some salacious, gross headline, uh, you know, written by a Republican who wants us, yeah. you know, wants to try and frame what we're talking about. So, uh, yeah, good for you. Good on you, Rain. Good on Nancy Pelosi well, as well. Thank you. Thank you. So, and I'm still, I still have tears in my eyes from the uh, <laughs> from your zinger tonight. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, I don't have much of a parting shot. Um, I'm working on a project, uh, 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 had a very preliminary conversation with Kim Williams. Uh, she wants to start working on a new project. Uh, I'll have more information for everybody. I'm already, I'm trying to recruit folks for it right now. So we'll see what happens. And, um, of course I'll be the super duper mass producer as Jacob Dean used to call me. Um, and, uh, I think he used to call me that or somebody, I don't know. He said it about somebody, but, Sounds uh, <laughs> like something he would say, uh, but yeah, so, uh, it's, it's, it's something I'm going to produce for the network. I'm excited about it. It'll be interesting, uh, a little bit different than anything we've done before, but I think it, it, it's a, it's a worthwhile project. So we'll keep, uh, you posted on that. This Friday on Turn Up Tonight, Bobber will be back, of course, and uh, we'll get his take on Randy Rainbow and Bach beer. And uh, <laughs> and what's the slogan again, Joe? Box back and Gibbons Box got it. Back and Gibbons got it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. Uh, and uh, but no, and of course, thank you and everybody. Please, please uh, do. I want you to take Melania Trump's advice and be best and and look and point at things just like she does. And really, I have nothing else. <laughs> we'll see everybody on Friday. Check out three all the other peelers. fine three peelers. Yeah, three peelers. Uh, check out all the other fine program we have for you tonight. And uh, tonight it is a replay. Uh, Cl- best of the Clown Car Twenty Nine. Is that what it is, Joe? It's uh, Best of the Clown Car. 29 volume 29 nice all right i'll uh do my best hopefully mr hebert loaded it up so haven't heard from him we'll see but uh if not i'll i'll make sure it's uh there so all right everybody have a great night uh we'll talk to everybody uh this friday and again stick around for the tim carmel show and all the other fine programming we offer throughout the week nighty night That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. Hello, Wildcats. I have also expanded my focus of the dangers of opioid abuse to include kids of all ages. From top to bottom.